Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per $1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5-2-22. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it, everybody. Welcome to Vlini's after an amazing New Year's Evil NXT after an amazing, no, I, I, you know what? I shouldn't have spoiled it. After night one of Wrestle Kingdom 16, that fake wrestling fan shit. We, what an amazing time for a wrestling fan to be alive. It's Wrestle Kingdom week. It's New Year's Eve week. It's Brock Lesnar on Raw and SmackDown week. I'm joined by, I mean, the amazing, the great, the GOAT, Kevin Scampoli. How are you, my friend? It's the best time ever to be a wrestling fan. We got CM Punk back. We got Wrestle Kingdom Day 3 just happened, Gino. We got Gwent. My Nilfgaard deck will fuck you up, Gino. I'll, I'll apply spying to your unit, Gino. Then I'll play my card that will spawn a copy of that unit. Then I'll kill your unit and make a second copy. Gino, are you going to... Well, I guess spoilers. You know who else is here? It's Gino. Gino, how are you? We're not going to bully you, okay? Come out of your hole. Listen, I've been here. I'm always going to be here, man. And yet this week has been an amazing week already for wrestling. And we got night one of Wrestle Kingdom, which is just an amazing card, top to bottom. And I'm looking forward to tonight, night two. When you say top to bottom, do you include all the six-man tag matches? Because we give WWE a lot of grief whenever we see a six-man tag, whenever we see a trios match in all elite wrestling. We give those matches a lot of grief and a lot of criticism. I had to watch back-to-back six-man tags on a pay-per-view, Gino. Is that okay? Listen, for the first one we had, which was, again, it made sense for the storyline because they all had matches. Both mad, both six-man matches also have matches in night two. So it's all building up for their next match. Yes. So this, I thought, was fair. It made sense. We have story, especially at the ending of one of them, made sense because of what we're doing in night two, which is going to be an amazing contest. Look, I made that note. I did say, like, aren't these pay-per-views? Why are we having trio two back-to-back six-man tags to promote the other nights? And then I did kind of think, okay, it makes a little sense because for a casual and NJPW fan like myself, I like you probably could have just sold me on night one. Like, hey, uh, you're going to get to see Okada. Quickly says large Gino. <laughs> you're going to get to see Okada versus uh, Shingo Takagi. So I thought, okay, like I would watch a pay-per-view for that. And then, there, you know, you got to see kind of the build-up to Kenta and Tanahashi. You got This God see- sucked. Did you see the guy in white? <laughs> There's a guy in white pants with white shorts and a white mask, and he couldn't do a frog splash. Looked like Liv Morgan tried to do a drop kick off the top rope. It, and every spot was the worst in this guy's match. The only good guy was Great Okan, and that was just the entrance. I thought this was real, Gino. Why is it fake? It is real. Here's the thing. You're not understanding. It's a storytelling. El Desperado, the guy there for some reason you don't story- like. Sorry, go ahead. There was a Todd with Takahashi and El Desperado. There was a story they were trying to tell in their 16 minutes they had which is the third longest match they had on this show. 
What amazing conduct. You just Tell me how great it was. I saw the physical storytelling, and they can't take bumps as good as our our WWE guys. The storytelling is on Raw, Gino. This is the sports show, and the sports are faker than ever looking. Listen, to, I can understand to a perspective you would think, oh, the storytelling is not in the ring, but it is. What Takahashi and El Desperado were trying to tell is these two great junior heavyweights we have here were trying their hardest. El Desperado pulling out moves that you don't normally see him pull, trying I've to do. I've seen D-Lo ground do that frog splash and land well, it. Yeah, I guess, I guess my criticism to that, Gino, would be, like, as far as what story they're telling, the story that you said that they're telling is two great wrestlers having a match. It's like, okay, like, that's not really a story, though. Like, I think every time you have a title match, contender and champion, it should be, hey, we're going to do our, we're going to do moves we don't always do just to hopefully win this championship match. So as far as the story, I, for me, the story that I got was El Desperado didn't, didn't he, didn't he not win the belt? From Takahashi, didn't he win the belt from somebody else? So this was him. He had to beat Takahashi to kind of prove that he was legitimately the champion. I thought that was the story. That was the story before. And then during the match, again, what El Desperado was trying to prove is that he can beat Takahashi by doing moves that he doesn't always do. The splash, yes, it didn't turn out as well. But Takahashi still proving that I he is one of the best. I flip into the turnbuckle and that looked dumber. Like, and, like I, Shawn Michaels could do that one. And I know he's the greatest ever. <laughs> Gino, who's the guy who super kicked the guy after the match? That was the only story I saw attempted to be told. And the guy who won that match was amazing. Didn't he get beat up the whole time? Which, during that match, the match I'm talking about with Del Desperado and Takashi. Is that the same match? What match had the guy that super kicked the guy after it was over? And no one reacted. I would assume you're talking about the... Was that right Stone Pitbull and Evil? I'm sorry. It might have been. No, it couldn't have been evil. It was a guy that was slender, black tights, like stone cold. I thought he was Okada. He was so handsome. But Okada came out later. I could have sworn it was before Desperado. Yeah, the only match like it could have been evil, but like I'm trying to think if anything else. This happened, part. He doesn't remember. Sorry. Well, yeah, I guess it, to go in order a little bit, everybody. So for those who have not watched Russell King, first of all, did you guys both stay up late? Did you guys watch this at night the way you guys were trying to tell me? Like, no, yeah. two hours. Yeah, so Gino, you were up. You Did you work today? What happened? I was watching the entire car from beginning to end. I was up since pretty much like 7.30 p.m. yesterday. Now, Kevin, and you're I walked all the way till eight. Your midnight, is, Kevin's midnight is noon, so I assume this was no problem for you. You were like, when this was over, you were like, "What do I do now?" Right? Well, weirdly enough, it started right when you are you and I were done because King James on Discord just stole that shit. We had Kevin Kelly hyping us up for an hour, and then we got started. <laughs> we got to see some Young Bucks highlights from the past, so we were in a big time NJPW mood. But there was no Cody, so there was no Kenny Omega, no Cleaner. Just the great Ocon tonight, last night. Yeah, I even had like a, like the alarm goes off at six typically for you me to get up. remember when we super kicked you right in the face? To get up and go to work. Thank you, Till Pickle Bro. Well, you're just in time for the New Japan uh, gauntlet. The Rambo, if you will. Because, yeah, I, I remember like getting up and the first thing I saw on like Instagram was something NJPW related. And I thought, there's got to be, that feed's already got to be up. And yes, number one was, our, part one was there. The pre-show was there. So I just thought, pfft. I'll watch this Rambo thing as I get ready. And I did. 
And then I thought, I'm not leaving yet. I might as well watch this part. So I was, I was kind of watching this thing throughout the entire day. And I was so ready to hate it, Gino. I wanted to hate it for you, okay? I wanted to just get on here tonight and call you a piece of shit. Because even during an amazing Monday Night Raw, one of the best Monday probably the best Monday Night Raw in the last six months, you're in the chat. You're in the chat going, this thing sucks compared to New Japan. New Japan's going to be way better tonight. You were so excited. First of all, that's their WrestleMania. It better be better than the Raw after day one. But yes, this show was awesome. I was so ready to hate it. I wanted to hate it. And I just kept liking it. Now, I still hate some of the usual suspects that I hate every time. And we'll run through the whole thing. But, Gino, this was so good. Why didn't you tell me it was going to be good? I I was telling everyone the entire night was going to be good. The Rambo was amazing. I was surprised with one of the entrants that ended up being part of the Final Four. This yeah. wasn't good, ladies. You got to fast forward, didn't you? You were skipping shit. We sat through every Japanese thing that happened. <laughs> and for some reason, the fans are like 30 feet away. And then they do the clapping thing, and I, it's just very frustrating viewing experience. Yeah, I guess there, yeah, there's some on. I could be honest. There was two six man tags in a row, and when I saw there was a second six man tag, and even though it had your boy Great Okan and my boy Jeff Cobb and Gino's boy Will Osprey and my other boy Naito and Gino's other boy Sonata and your other boy Bushi, I had to skip a little of that. I was like, I just watched a six man tag. Why are there two in a row, Gino? Help me. This, they're trying to tell a story. They're building the this story up. is we can't book. Books. We don't know how to book. Put one of these this, on the pre-show. No, we needed to have the Rambo because this is what we do every year. But here's the good news: in night two, we have three six-man tags. Oh my god, this company sucks, Dick. Kevin, this is the That's stuff the that people tell us is way better. Like this is the stuff that gets six stars in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, I know Gino's telling me I like an evil match. Go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Gino evil is good. Actually, he was okay, but the old fucky wrestler who came out looking tough, and then he just Ishii. got kicked when he, right when he got Still to the a pit bull. Well, you guys he, suck. You're he, the bull. But Gino, I, I think I found the handsome guy I love. There was a handsome guy in Stone Cold Black Undies, and I think it's y'all. Y-O-H. Is, he fought a guy named Sho. Did Yo win? Yo yes, won. Yo beat Sho. That it was, was a great match. So I was going to say, that was probably, I mean, to give away trophies this early on, that might have been the match of the night for me because it was it was surprising. I know Sho and Yo just from them as a tag team. I even had to message Gino, like, why are they fighting? They're like best friends. They're like, what? They're not allowed to fight. Brothers don't fight. And they had a really kick-ass match. Why? And uh, Gino, hopefully you can explain this. Why is Dick To Go involved in every match? Is he a member of Bullet Club or something? He is a member of Bullet Club. He's part of this subgroup of Bullet Club, which is, uh, what is it, Family of Torture, Torture? Oh, House of Torture. Yeah. House of Torture, yes. He's yes. part House of Torture. See, I'm a real, I'm a real fan. And evil. Uh, so let's so go. That's why he was around him. So you okay. said, so we opened the pre-show with the 19-man New Japan Rambo to determine who will challenge for the provisional KOPW to that. What the hell does any of that mean, Gino? What's King the ladies Talks. You guys lied to me. You didn't have black undies on. Malachi Black says, black Gino, undies, stop fucking breathing into the mic. Also, where was the job hunting? Gino is crying because V-Ladies is burying his favorite wrestling. Gino. You're not burying it at all. You're not listening at all. You Katsu, Katsuyori Shibata was dressed like Stone Cold. Ren Narita was dressed like Stone Cold because they both, they did the thing that I hate that wrestlers do. I'm wearing black undies and small black boots. What are you gonna wear? I'll wear I'll wear That's black undies. Young boys That's the young boy attire. Shibata's not a young boy. He's like forty. I know he's not. He had, but Renderita is technically still a young boy. 
How do you? And Shibata won't be like, I still have respect. This was going to be a cash rest. Like, I can't wait to talk about that match. That was a okay. Oh, well, I found the guy I love, ladies. His name's Shibata. <laughs> yes. Really talk about Shibata, him so, yes, Shibata comes back. What was, let's just jump to match five then. What was his life ending injury? Because that was Kevin Kelly, which, what are they, what software do they use, Kevin? Because whenever, whenever the, uh, what's his name, Chris, whenever he would talk, his volume would be perfect. And then you would hear Kevin Kelly started like a volume like one. And by the time he was done talking, he'd be at 10. Like he was trying to figure out the levels. Were they on Zoom? I wouldn't be surprised with like Zoom or some type of Skype calling, doing it play by play, which again, that was an issue. I kind of wish I was listening to Japanese commentary because at least I'd hear Chono. Oh, do you like to listen to the? I can't listen to the Japanese. I mean, I can, but I don't know what they're saying. There's no subtitles. It's just kind of useless. I'd rather watch it on mute, especially since we're in the era of, hey, you know what will not spread COVID is us just keeping our mask on and doing this. And there's and the arguments out on if that works because I remember what was it wrestling Grand Slam where they did that where nobody was allowed to make noise and they had a COVID outbreak. So ladies, you're the one trying to get Geezy to get his shot and shit. You're the one who just admitted today you haven't trashed Biden all year till today. So that's why me and Iko have secretly hated you. No, I've been trashing Biden publicly. It's always a gimmick when I say, "No, look, I love Biden" because I do it at work all the time. It's just constantly I'm surrounded by people that I'm pretty sure are also. Trumplicans. I'm wearing fucking Keep America Great uh, tank top right now. So, yeah, I, I definitely like try. I, I, every room I walk into, I always pretend, well, of course I'm a big liberal, but yeah, our president sucks, right? There's something heroic about you where you can deal with mass <laughs> hypnosis and not freak out. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I just live in this world. And I, I'm so self aware of all this nonsense, but I just, I can easily chameleon and pretend that I'm all about it. So, and luckily, we don't have Gino's mind. Imagine if we questioned everything. We'd go crazy. Well, he questions everything, but then when I tell him that Kid Bandit uses they, them pronouns, he's like, oh, good, they, them. Now I know what to call them. Like, okay, don't play along. Do you know what letter are you up to now? What are we calling you? Nothing. It. I just exist. I just exist. Gino, you know who else exists? Chase Owens. Why don't you tell me the, the new Texas champion? Is he? How come they kept telling me he was like the Texas champion, but I thought Bloodhunter was still the champion. What happened? I think Chase Owens just calls himself like a champion of Texas and he's a Twitch streamer. He's just a popular guy at Bullet Club. I don't need to know that part. You don't like you kinda of ruin guys for me. Can I can I say this to every wrestler? I don't want to watch your Twitch stream. It just makes it worse for me. <laughs> I, I want to keep Kayfabe a little bit alive, so it really bums me out when I ask you, Hey, how come he calls himself the champion of Texas? And you say, He's a Twitch streamer. Like that really bums me out. So yes. um thank you for listening to Vleedies tonight, everybody. This is as far as we go. No, so I, I when he started this match, I kinda hated him. But once they started talking Texas, I was like, I kinda like this guy. He grew on me by the end of this match. Uh, what was the big surprise for you, Gino? You mentioned, you, you aforementioned big surprise. Was it Sema? To me, yes. Honestly, Sema surprised me because I was like, this guy's great. And I love when he did show up in AEW in that match with Kenny Omega when he just constantly kept hitting meteors of so many different styles, like 20 different ones in the entire Hearts match. Heartsmate in Japan says, content. do you think Bucky's is big in Japan? Oh, they got to love Bucky's in Japan. Chase Owens, he's the king of Bucky's, king of Texas. They're loving that stuff over there in, in, in Japan. What do they call it? The land of the rising sun. They're going to love it. Particularly in Okinawa. Maybe not in Tokyo. Okinawa, they're big fans, Gino. And let me ask, Gino, how do you get so attached to these guys off of one night in AEW? 
like, oh, it was such a big surprise. I, I, I've been watching SEMA for years. I thought he was still wrestling with Dragon Gate. I had no idea he would show up. Like for me, I, you know, I don't watch Dragon Gate. I barely watch New Japan. For that, for that moment, there was no shock for me. It was like, oh, cool, SEMA's here. It was just a bit of a shock to also then have him be part of the final four. And now he's going to be part of to find out if he's going to be the king of pro wrestling. But does it just work when the announcers tell it to you where they're like, oh, this is a huge surprise. Like, did you not realize, did you know he was in Dragon Gate or did you learn that when they told us that? I knew he was still like working Dragon Gate. I didn't know he was going to show up in New Japan. Okay. I was thinking this would be a right, surprise Because you go deeper than me on a lot of this stuff. But sometimes I hear you say like, I really like this guy. I'm like, what's your favorite match? And you're like, well. Well, this one. So I, so I, I, so I'm not trying to call you out as like fake wrestling fan, but we've all watched two SEMA matches in our lives. One was a six man tag against SCU, and the other one was that yeah, that Battle Royal or whatever in in AEW. Oh, and in that uh, that Ring of Honor show oh, I always talk kid. about. What was the Ring of Honor show at Madison Square Garden? He was there, wasn't he? Yeah, I believe he did work. The oh, MSG. I've watched him. I've seen him three times now. Four. He's my favorite wrestler ever. So who is the final four? You know, wrap it up. The final four of this match was Chase Owens. Oh, Seema, the king of Texas. He's a Twitch streamer. Keep going. Yes. Minoru Suzuki and the man who won last year, Toriano. Toriano. That's the guy that was on the ground at the end, right? Where everyone was standing around him like, he better not win. He better not win the provisional king of pro wrestling 2022 trophy. So, Kevin, yes. who's winning the fatal four-way? You're the expert. I thought I saw this event, and now you guys might as well be talking about the NXT I missed. I thought Dragon Gate was a video game. I don't oh. know what the hell you guys are talking about. Is Cora Jade going to come up? What oh, is this there better be some. I think Minoru was on a skateboard, but I do have a question about the Dragon Gate, Gino. How come there's something called Open the Dream Gate Championship? What is that? I don't know everything about Dragon Gate. I only watch like matches. That's it. I don't follow it as much as I should. You Maybe should. What, are you going to get paid to follow like, it? matches. <laughs> Like, I want to, like, follow more wrestling. I don't just like the idea of just watching matches, but I watch good matches. Like, when I see a tournament happening you didn't tell me about, is there going to be a continuation on day two? Yeah, so this this 19-man New Japan Rambo, the final four, they're advancing. Is it a fatal four-way? Is it an elimination? Is it a ladder match? Just one one fall wins? I believe it is, right? What a nightmare. I'm not (laughs) going to be so not no, so hold on. Not only does night two have three six man tag matches, it also, it also has a fatal four way for a trophy that we don't really know what it do, is it like the call your shot trophy? Do they get a title shot? So what the King of Pro Wrestling uh, trophy does is when I believe you do get like a championship opportunity and you as the challenger get to pick the stipulation, but the champion also gets to pick the stipulation and the people get to vote on which stipulation gets to be the stipulation. Gino, is this your mob run or not? Is this triad? Yeah, are you this Yakuza? What are you talking about, Gino? It could be. that They could be who get the final vote, but again, they, the people... <laughs> Get to vote on which one the two. I would love if I would love if the Yakuza was there and they're like, "We want a cage match." Okay, we're doing a cage match. Like they, that's all they care about is what kind of match it is. Like, well, yes. no, we we don't yeah. want no no ladder match tonight. All right. Yeah, we're the Yakuza is just the Indian princess asking for weird shit. We want under the giant. We want, we want great Bamba. Who's that guy, Gino? Who's the great Bamba guy? Everyone likes. You're talking about fucking uh, what's his name, Giant Bamba? Sure, of course we are. It's a- Unite. Bleedy's Giant Bob is better than 
Shawn Michaels, did you hear? He's like the greatest ever. I was worried you were talking about Baba Tundi or Daba Kato or Commander Aziz. I was like, he's naming all these guys. I mean, we need some giants over here in this in this new Japan. But we I'm went, name dropping. I'm flexing again. You're flexing hard tonight. The giant Baba. Oh my like I don't remember that. I don't you're know. Like, he's number six all time according to my list on HaveGrit.club. Does he have a Twitch stream? Because that would be the only way that I know him, <laughs> right? Dead. I know Chase I've Owens. Seen some hashtag shorts, but I'm not going to see the full thing. Oh, thank goodness. Well, yo versus show, Gino. You even told me that it was hyped. Like there was a huge moment in the history of professional wrestling where yo turned on, or sorry, I'm so sorry. Show turned on yo. So th these names, it's hard for them to fight. The whole time I was like, which one's the heel? Which one's the baby? Which one's show? Which one's yo? Uh, this was a great match. Malachi Black says Tajiri doesn't even wrestle in New Japan. Why do people bother? He wrestles in MLW, Nathan, and they're going to be here on January 21st. Kevin, do I need to go to MLW? Somebody might get stabbed again. If we start talking about that, I'm going to be completely lost. <laughs> I'm going to have to go. It's called Blood and Thunder. That's like the coolest name for a pay-per-view. I'm so excited. I hope it's like Blood and Guts and there's just there's a TV and I get to watch the event on. Yeah, I hope it's like Blood and Guts and it gets delayed a year. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Maybe sitting next year I'll see it. Yeah, I'm just sitting there watching it saying I paid full prices for these tickets. Why am I watching Cody on a monitor? So, what'd you think, Gino Yo versus Show? Did it you said this was a hype match. Did it live up to your hype? It did again. To me, that was a great contest. We got to have a good tactical wrestling contest to open up this show, to get people ready, to have show, having this big showcase, him being this heel. And then we got Dick Togo, the piece of shit that he is getting involved. But yo, still be able to overcome the odds and win. Yo could be one of the worst things I had to sit through, Fleetius, with his white pants <laughs> and his white shorts. When's Shibata showing up on night two, Gino? Shibata only had the one match on night one because it was supposed to be his oh. big return because of his injury. What so, was his injury? is not on night two either. He Great actually Okan. is because he won a match that let him be in the world title match tomorrow. Great Okan's coming back tonight? Great Okan. Let me just double check my Great Okan. Oh, see, Fleeties, it's all big fucking... See, the match matters is Okada's match, motherfucker. Just tell me when Chad Gable comes out. Shibata collapsed backstage and was rushed to the hospital where it was discovered that he had a subdural, subdural hematoma, which required... Oh, catch the buzz. Feel the stage. Oh, my side! Did you know that Shibata... This was in 2017, Gino, so he almost died four years ago. The injury was caused by Shibata's repeated use of a headbutt as a signature move. Something that he's been doing regular. I love when wrestling moves like cause real damage, which I don't believe at all. It also says he was severely dehydrated. Uh, he experienced some paralysis on the right side of his body. On April 13th, Dave Meltzer reported it that it was believed Shibata would never be cleared to wrestle again. Ladies, you forgot your Jim Ross impression for that part. <laughs> also, Gino taught me about this. I, I was when I read it, I'm like subdural hematoma. Yeah, like Yoani on J Check when she fought the good jink. Come on. We all get bruises. I know what a hematoma is. And then I looked it up in subdural bleedies. It's on his brain. It was pushing out his what? skull. Okay, that's not, and they're saying it's from the headbutt. So he's got this thing on his brain. He's headbutting people, and he's not drinking water. So he probably had to get that removed, and he wasn't going to wrestle ever again. He was working in the New Japan Strong Dojo, Gino. I learned that last night from my friend Kevin Kelly. What's Chris's last name? Is he somebody I'm supposed to know? I forget how to fucking pronounce his last name. Oh, so it's a weird last name? Is he like foreign? I know he's like Australian or English. Is it Osprey? 
It's let me put it in the fucking Will Osprey looked amazing last night. This guy is remember Validius, I showed you the clip of him kipping up off the air. He didn't even touch the ground. He got clothesline and just kipped up from midair. And last night he had probably the second best attire behind Shibata. When do we get Shibata versus Osprey, Bleedies? Oh, hopefully. Well, not night two because we're going to get Osprey versus Okada, which I don't know. I know you guys like Okada. He looks – or Osprey. He looks great in the ring. I just don't like this Will Osprey guy. There's way too much hype. It's like when you tell me, this is the best sandwich ever, and I take a bite, and I'm like, yeah, it's an okay sandwich. Like, that's how I feel. No one tell me Hook has the best hair ever, so just eat the sandwich. I love love Hook's hair. So the the next match, you know, the first of two – Six-man tag team matches. And these were just – and you're kind of right. If, if I didn't watch these first four things, that all could have been pre-show. Like, we had the the Fatal Four – or the Battle Royal just sets up the the match tomorrow night. Yo versus Show was pretty good. But Bullet Club versus the Mega Coach what, – what's it called? Bullet Club versus Tanahashi and the Mega Coaches. I didn't know they were called that. Um, yeah, because it's Gucci and Romero are, like, the two top coaches of New Japan. I thought they were chaos – no, Romero is part of chaos, but Taguchi is not a part of chaos. Taguchi is actually a coach, I believe. I thought Taguchi was in Dangerous Techers. Are there two Taguchis? <laughs> no. We have... Oh, Tai Chi. I'm sorry. Okay, that's... Tai Chi is that, in chaos. That's my subtle racism. Chaos. That's my unconscious racism, because they all have the same fucking names. So... Uh, bullet... Similar names, that's it. So I got to see my old friend, Gino. How do you think I felt about watching this Bullet Club six-man with one of those guys on there? Listen, I thought it was great that you got to see our favorite ELP, who, again, they keep on saying he has a loaded boot. I don't believe he has a loaded boot. People just can't get kicked. They get kicked one time, and he wins. It's not loaded. He definitely sucks. So, yeah, I I, I love Kenta. I like Tanahashi. I thought when this was – when I saw one of them come out, I wasn't paying full attention because I might have been driving at this point. But I remember seeing Tanahashi, and I was like, fuck, yeah, is he fighting Kenta? This is going to be awesome. And then when I, like, pulled up to work, I look at my phone, and I'm like, oh, what? It's a six-man tag? They have a pay-per-view match with Tanahashi and Kenta, and it's a six-man tag. Now, I know they explained, oh, Kenta's got scars on his back. They can't wait to fight tomorrow night. Let's fight tonight. Why do we got to build it more? Well, it's because we had to have this finish the match where Tanahashi just, he can't handle. He's finally snapped. The good guy's finally slowly becoming bad, and he's just smashing the fuck out of Kenta with the kendo stick. Don't we hate this in WWE, though? Like, why is it okay? Like, this is Damian Priest. This is a Damian Priest finish. He's beating the shit out of Dolph with a, with a weapon. And, oh, he's getting DQ'd. Like, we don't want this. We want Tanahashi versus Kenta. Malachi Black says, that- what the fuck is an ELP? Just tell me what Jeff Cobb did. Oh, wait for Jeff Cobb in a second here. Jeff Cobb's great. Yeah. Jeff Cobb is great. I love Matanza. But yes, ELP, El Phantasmos, his full name. You're so hipster. Of- Hold on. You're just so hip. You just can't let us say we like Jeff Cobb. His name is Jeff Cobb now. And you go, oh, I no, like Matanza. Matanza like, no, to me. It's not Matanza to anyone anymore because that doesn't exist anymore. It, it exists. Even Matanza came out. Because MLW referenced to Matanza just recently with Alex Hammerstone and, said, your brother, don't get him involved again. So again, he's still Matanza in storyline. In the storyline, he came out. They were like, Matanza's here, and he ripped off his gear, and it was Jeff Cobb. So even Matanza yes, Jeff admitted. Jeff Cobb is Matanza. They even admitted he's Matanza. Jeff Cobb. So, yes, Bullet Club won by DQ. I wasted eight minutes watching that. And then Tanashi just smashed I was rewarded, Gino, by another six-man tag. So yes. I was not happy when I saw that this was about to happen. Now, I know who the United Empire is because I love Jeff Cobb versus Okada. 
Okay, a Grand Slam or whatever that was. That was an awesome match. How do you like Jeff Cobb still when you watched him walk out with Great O'Conn? Like, they were right next to each other. And did you see Great O'Conn? His entrance is like, he got a back rake. Did you see the match before he came out? That guy got a back rake and did a thriller dance to sell it. <laughs> Some of the selling is super cartoony. And I, I wonder, like, sometimes, I, like, this is strong style. So when I think strong style, I think hitting hard. But then I watch some of the punches and kicks, and it looks like they're not doing anything. ELP. So I, I look. I, I like think that's why I hated your boy uh, Desperado Gino. And I a lot of this was so soft. And I'm like, what happened to this style? Yes. Wasn't this hard hitting? Where's the sweat flying? The forearms are faker than ever. It's like it's all young boys now. Is that the problem? There are some people that still do hit hard. Again, when we go into another match, we have Ishii, who is all about hard hitting, and he. Takes the hits and evil. Did evil again, huh? Like, yeah, I, heard I was. About I was just gonna say that. I was like, the people that I guess Kevin that we like that hit hard and like try and kill each other are the ones that look like not fighters, or the ones that look like Ishii, where he's got scoliosis, but it's because he's a real fighter. <laughs> so, I dude, wish we could watch the clip of just the first strike in that match just to prove Gino wrong. The least hard hitting thing off the apron, and Ishii does this like Scott Steiner fall, like one of his feet's numb. He <laughs> fell the wrong way, goes back the other. Slow motion. These guys weren't hitting hard enough. And even the sec even the second six man tag, you know, like the lineup is this dude, this match is stacked, bro. Osprey, Great Okan, Cobb versus Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. Like you just read all those names. This is a can we say this? It's a who's who of New Japan Pro Wrestling. But it was a six man fucking tag. What are we doing? This is again setting up for night two, though, because we do have Sonata versus Great Okan night two and Naito versus Jeff Cobb. What if WrestleMania, two-night WrestleMania, was just setting up night two of Mania? They only had one match that did that. And it was like a, a tag team turmoil. It wasn't two six-man tags just so, hey, see them fight each other in a tag match. They're going to go one-on-one -on -one tomorrow. Come yeah, back Gino, tomorrow. Does this mean we're in trouble here? Is their roster dwindling? Are people coming to AEW instead of leaving their country for this shit? I think that is somewhat of the issue. Again, they also do have limited roster because a lot of them are also in New Japan Strong, which is in America. And I think because of traveling issues, they couldn't get everyone they would have wanted to book there. So they would love issue with that. And then when Coda got injured during the G1, that possibly also changed up a lot of the booking they were probably Poor wanting for Wrestle Kingdom. But, but why do three nights then? It was so easy to just do two nights and have don't do all these six-mans. Like, just have... You haven't obviously. I just named six really good wrestlers. Why not just have three one-on-one -on -one matches? And then there was a six-man tag before that with Tanahashi and Kenta. Just let them go one-on-one. -on -one. Like I just made four more matches, so now you're building this these two cards. It just seems really strange that on these that we're doing a three-night Wrestle Kingdom. We're just seeing a lot of the same guys over and over again. And for all of the uh, what's the what do we call people that don't know about New Japan? Do we call them weebs, Gino? I don't know what we would call it. We just call them like mainstream wrestling fans, mainstream North American wrestling fans. <laughs> Main but here's Shana the thing. You're talking about like three nights. There are three nights. But night three of Wrestle Kingdom is actually not part Parts of like this whole. Japan says Gaijin Fox. Yeah, guy. <laughs> What I was trying to say about night three is night three is not about just New Japan. It's New Japan versus Noah. So yes. it's all Noah guys versus New Japan guys. So it's not like the same matches. Right. And they're not doing title matches or anything on that card. Like that's really yeah, just please. it's completely different. They just all have the same name. <laughs> Every no, guy it's completely different. If we just have people 
Some people like Kevin go. Nights, some people not. Gino, can you like Kevin go once in a while? What is this? Why you? Well, gonna... I was just being ignorant anyway. I was talking about how they all have gook names, Gino. <laughs> They're all the same guy, no matter what you say. So for all, and I love, yeah, Kevin was. I I, I did hear you say Gino kind of takes a subtle dig at New Japan. Those mainstream people, the people that like the popular wrestling. Yes. <laughs> The guy Gene Fox, like Nathan Weller, who don't know what New Japan Strong is, they have a dojo, which is like a it's like an NXT performance center. They got one of those in Los Angeles, Gino. It's where they film this show called New Japan Strong. It's where they have a bunch of generic dudes who are wrestling, and then every once in a while, John Moxley shows up and has a match. So pretty yeah, much, you know, because Darren Young's just a generic wrestler. You know, no one knows Darren Young. His name's Fred Rosser, so why don't you yes, give him some Fred respect? Rosser. He'll always be Darren Young to me. So yes, Gino, Darren Young was there. Fred Rosser was there, but. But look at the rest of the card. There's a bunch of fucking nobodies on there. A bunch of scrubs learning how to wrestle for New Japan. So any other any other names you want to throw up beside Fred Rosser and and, and my good friend Filthy Tom Lawler. And I like Okada now. Ladies, did you see Okada Okada was so handsome. <laughs> And he carries himself like a champion. Has he done this for years? Yes. So, and you know where he says he learned it? He learned it in TNA when he was the great Okado or whatever his name was. Like that was, he said like, that's where he really learned how to be a character. Cause before that he was just Japanese dude who wrestled. He was a young boy. Then he was hanging out with Joe and the Pope doing shitty stuff on TNA. And he realized I got to be a character a little bit. People like this. Apparently he has a new look. Uh, ladies, he looked exactly the same to me as this new blonde hair or something. Is the hair different? What was new Gino? Was it the coat? The, the haircut was different. The coat was completely different because it had like a whole history of New Japan on it. It's all text on it, so it was really nice. The hair really. was different. That That's hair looked... I, wa- I just it watched him last April. That's the same hair. Maybe it changed. It maybe, slightly different. Maybe it changed in between. Yeah, it looks a little different. It used to be a nine. Now it's an eight. Trimmed it a little bit. Cleaned it up. <laughs> so, okay. The six-man tag, the second six-man tag, I did fast-forward through a lot of it because... I saw, now look, I love Jeff Cobb. I love the great Okan. I love Naito and I love Sonata and I like Bushi. I saw Will Ospreay and I thought, okay, flippy match, fast forward. So, flippy match, no storytelling, fast forward. Hey, you you fast forwarded all the best guys. Great Okan, Will <laughs> <Yes>. Ospreay. <laughs> and, well, Gino, real quick, is there a difference to a trios match in Japan? Uh, is there different psychology than we see on Raw or SmackDown? Are there more stories told in these matches? There can yes. be, depending on can, this, these six-man tag. I think this, it was a good match. Again, Will Ospreay is still proving that he's a heavyweight, because again, what fucking Vlees is not overlooking is what Mr. Will Ospreay has been doing recently for the past like year or so since he's become a heavyweight is he doesn't do as much of the flippy shit that he used to do. Because he's trying to prove that he is a heavyweight, that he can wrestle and be a technician. So again, he's an amazing wrestler. Yeah, that's something you can't even do here, Vladis. That's not. That's such a non-American concept. If you're well, I guess Jericho pulled it off, but he had to switch companies, huh? The idea that you're a cruiserweight, then you move up. Who could do that in the WWE system? No, and he's bulked up too. Like I, I, I I've said that. Now, Lockheed Black says, "Why does Gino call him Mister Osprey?" Yeah, good question. Gino, you want to suck this guy's dick or what, Mister Osprey? Because he's the Commonwealth Kingpin. You have to respect him. Even he calls himself Will Osprey. And look, he cut a pretty good promo later in the night. So I just saw when this match had started, Gino. I'm pretty sure I was accurate in saying, "Oh, two six men's in a row." If this was Raw. You would have fucking threw a chair across the room. You would have you would have turned it off and started playing Journey of Wrestling again. Like when I saw another six man, and I'll say this again, with the lineup in this match, Will Ospreay, Great Ocon, Jeff Cobb, Naito, Sonata, Bushi, three amazing singles matches right here. 
we have a six-man fucking tag. So I just saw it and said, okay, fast forward. Now, Ladies, I- you know Bushi isn't a Bushi? Sorry. I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I saw the name Bushi. I was like, that's not Kota Ibushi. That's the other one. Like I, <laughs> I had to like remind myself that this is a different Bushi. This is not Kota Ibushi, which apparently he has a shoulder injury where he's never going to wrestle again, Gino. T- details? It's possible he might not. Again, that match with Okada, he still finished with that injury. was sick. Was it from getting it. rammed by the cleaner? <laughs> I saw them kiss, you know. What's going on there? Are they going to yes, fight? They're the golden lovers. They've been close since then. They have a great story. They were told, like, from their beginning when they were starting off together and then teaming up then when he had to turn on. I've Kota. watched the recount as well or whatever it's yes, called on it's YouTube. That's a great story. All right. I know Kevin Kelly's going to tell me all about it. But is, is uh, what's his name? Is Cody Ibushi actually hurt or is this going to be one yes, of those things where he's going to show It's an actual, up? like, shoot entry and team may come back soon because i know that we're gonna have a wild card in the face of the revolution ladder match i'm just saying i mean it could be anyone and also uh since we are kind of talking about like injuries and stuff naito has talked about recently that he is thinking about his retirement why why is he thinking about that (laughs) he has been hurt quite a bit naito like he is like getting up there even though yes he's not he's still young but he has been like really you know where's juice robinson what happened yeah where's finn he's an impact you gotta watch Impact Wrestling for juice. But they're NJPW guys still. Don't don't they when they come out, don't they still show the logo on their Tron? Yes, I think they still do. But they're like New Japan Strong. So you gotta watch Strong and Impact. Okay. For that. All right, Geezy. Take notes. A lot of wrestling you gotta watch, buddy. <laughs> so okay, Naito's only thirty nine, Gino. Sting's like seventy five and he's he's wrestling with Darby. So I think Naito's gonna be fine. Maybe he just needs some time off. Maybe he needs like a Shawn Michaels, like a four years, find Jesus, come back, win the Elimination Chamber. I think it's going to be great. And eventually he uh, may he, do something like that if he does, again, retire to a certain extent. But yeah, he would eventually come back. He needs again. to Naito. go, Gino. He's coping with existing when Okada did. Naito will never matter when there's an Okada. That's true. He is like the, well, he's like the Nakamura to the Tanahashi. But Nakamura made him, he made something of himself. Maybe Naito needs to go to WWE. Uh, that would be nice. Him we, coming to America. We could throw him in a six-man tag. No problem. Him and Finn Balor, I can't wait. So then we got to another singles match because I was like, yes, they do these in Japan. Uh, Shibata, who I have never seen before, Gino, versus Ren Narita. How, so you said Ren Narita is a, a young boy? Why have I seen him wrestle before? And not- Ren Narita's like worked other promotions, but yeah, he's like came to America for like an excursion that they do. So yeah, he was trained by Shibata as they were teaching telling us and again we had shibata coming back from this injury and this originally was going to be a catch wrestling match where strikes were going to be prohibited but then shibata decided to go into business for himself and cut a promo saying no this is going to be a wrestling contest i do enjoy that since i watched the show and i heard the commentators i know that you're repeating exactly what they said <laughs> so that kind of makes me realize did you know actually like know all this shit no he's getting it from chris uh, charlton yeah he's getting it from chris charlton and kevin kelly uh Okay, so yes, I, I. But isn't it harder to have a wrestling match with no strikes anyway? Like he has a head injury, right? So wouldn't it be harder to? Okay, do a hip toss. Okay, do leg scissors. Okay, I'm gonna bridge up. Okay, you're gonna do an arm drag. I'm gonna do a hip toss. Like that seems way harder than being able to kick somebody. No, but it was gonna be like a catch wrestling. So again, when they were starting it off, as you saw, they were going for submission. It's just going transition to transition. That was pretty much what it was going to be the entire match. Yeah, it was going to a hole, transitioned into another hole. Yeah, what I said. You know, but do you understand catch wrestling? You know, <laughs> do, do you understand the improvisation aspect of it? You know. Yes, I learned from it from this match. Again, we got to see from an this amazing match. catch wrestling. <laughs> this amazing catch wrestling match because again, Shibata learned from some of the greatest. 
Who? Who did he learn from? He learned from Gotch. Gotchta. Oh, he, he dude, I keep going to the end. I'm sorry. But Okada with this Ken <laughs> wrestling at the beginning, I started clapping with the crowd after the first sequence. It was like I was back in ECW. ECW wasn't just blood and guts, Felides. No, there was. Hey, I saw Eddie Guerrero. I saw Benoit in there. I also saw Jack Victory. Now, I'll never forget this moment because I was probably nine or ten. And this guy came out to the ring with a big jersey with a big V on it. And they said, Jack Victory. And I was like, I have no idea who this guy is. He walked up to somebody, probably to Jiri or Tommy Dreamer. And he had like a $10 bill and a staple gun. And he like stapled it to the guy's head. And I was so scared as a child because I saw staplers every day. And I just, all I could think was, oh my gosh, at any moment, us kids can staple staples to our heads. But then I realized there's things called staple guns, Kevin. So I'm safe now, right? Oh my God, a nail gun too, Vladies. You got to be in my era. In my era, there was no holds barred. We had New Jack. Oh gosh, he's a terrifying man. I can't believe he's dead, by the way. He seemed like one of those guys. He never got that run in WWE. He deserved right. You killed him. You had him get vaxxed, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that wasn't me. I told him to get vaxxed, and I was like, come on. We got to go to Disney World, and we got to get vaxxed if we're going to go. And he said, okay, fine, I'll do it. And now he's dead, and it is my fault. But you know what? Jim Ross should add most grit because he survived a vax and cancer. Oh, can you imagine? And his wife's not even around, so I'm shocked he's doing all that stuff. He's like, oh, don't bring that up. Now he has even the most grit. Remember, did you hear his audiobook? He told the story of visiting Jan at the hospital after the accident. Her brains were like out of her head, and she had tubes in her head. <sighs> and he said she looked so small. She looked so small. I can't even imagine that and seeing that. And then I, I can't imagine. So Jim Ross reads his own book, I hope, right? Yes, it's all in his voice. It's so tragic. Oh. Audible. I think I got that one with the credit. I'm, I'm buy it. Get it on Blu-ray. Get the audio book on Blu-ray. So after this match, which Shibata was clearly going to win because he was fighting Ren Narita, um, which was a good match. You know, I'm not, you know, it was all right. It wasn't the greatest thing. I like Shibata, though. He's going to be somebody, right? Yes, he is going to still continue to be the person that he was supposed to be before his injury. He's, he's 42. I thought he was younger than Naito, so he's 42? Yep. He's oh, an older okay. man, well, but he's wrestled and the headbutts messed him up, but he still wants Malachi to Malachi Black says these 50? all sound like made-up names. <laughs> they do sound kind of fake, don't they? <laughs> Shibata. I'm going to have this on a Shibata roll. So, yes, Gino. Then the next match was Evil with Dick to go. He took on Tomorrow Hero. Was it, did I pronounce that right? Ishii yes. for the never open weight title. Now, what's that mean? Why is it called that? Because it's again, it's not about the weight. You know, it's not just a junior. It could be any weight. It's never open weight. It's always free to you to challenge. And so is we Ishii had the evil. third champion? Do you know, Ishii, I believe, is the eleventh. Like, let me check again how many. Which I'm still time. excited for the end, dude. We saw the third <laughs> champion bleedies at the end. I can't wait to figure out what that meant. Gino, don't spoil it. Oh, I won't spoil it either because I actually know that one. But it's called Never because it's an acronym for New Blood, Evolution, Valiantly, Eternal, and Radical. What? what? New Blood? How come there's six words but it's only five letters? Okay. And it was a New Japan promoted a series of events which younger up-and-coming talent outside wrestlers not signed to the promotion. Interesting. Okay, well, that that's kind of stupid. But either way, that's fine. They have a belt with no weight limit. Never stands for new blood, evolution, valiantly, eternal, radical. Okay, these guys, WWE sucks, but we have a belt that's called the New Blood Evolutionary Valiantly Eternal and Radical Championship. 
So, Take notes, WWE. Yeah, this is very important, all right? They got rid of the Cruiserweight title tonight, Kevin. But luckily, we still have New Japan with the never open What weight. are you talking about? Did Tony Delight steal it? What happened? No, so to New Year's Evil kicked off with a championship unification match between Roderick Strong uh, and being accompanied by Malcolm Bivens. And he was taking on Carmelo Hayes, your favorite, Kevin, with Trick Williams, my favorite. And we had a one-on-one match. I thought it was so obvious that, uh, like, yesterday, Gino, if you would have asked me who's going to win, Roderick Strong all the way. As soon as the entrances started, I thought, why would old fuck Roderick Strong beat Carmelo Hayes? Like, it made no sense. Why did I think that? This is 2.0, not black and gold. This is Roderick Strong's on his way to AEW anyway. Why am I predicting he's going to win a match? So, yes, we lost the Cruiserweight title tonight, Kevin. This was it. And I feel terrible right now because you're telling me this was the all thing sign of it. I've been watching commercials with Mandy Rose peering up at the bird's eye camera as everyone around her looks straight ahead. They don't know the mischievous look in her fiery eyes. And they would play all things sign the song. So I thought I just missed a shitty NXT. I was sitting there watching Sammy the Bull Gravano videos and I missed Tony D'Angelo in a match, didn't I? Uh, no, no Tony D match. You got that next week, and it's right up your alley. Uh, what What is it? Isn't it crowbar? Crowbar on a pole. On a pole match. Pete Dunne and Tony D'Angelo. I've seen matches. I've never seen one this good. I've never been more excited for anything on a pole than a crowbar because I want to see Tony D'Angelo break Pete Dunne's hand again with the crowbar. I think that's going to be awesome. I'd rather see like a – Iron Man, me. something that doesn't involve any type of Irish whips. Whatever Kurt Angle and Jeff Jarrett did when they wore MMA clothes, that might have been Samoa Joe. That might have been Kurt Angle and everyone for a year. But we, anything, I want something that points out his amateur background, and he's facing Pete Dunne, one of the best in the world in said category. And we're now we're going to go Vince Russo about it. I'm not happy. Yeah, they like sometimes they want to go with different aspects of the character that they don't realize. We like that he we like that he wrestled at the University of Buffalo. They don't lean into that very often. They want him to be very uh, mafioso. They want him to break fingers with crowbars. So we're getting that on a pole. But it wasn't his idea, right? You know, wasn't it uh, Pete Dunne who said, "I want the crowbar on the pole." I wouldn't be surprised if that was Pete Dunne's idea. I didn't pick Get all of the promo. I think it was just about that Pete Dunne's hand got broken. So he just wants to beat the shit out of Pete Dunne, beat the shit out of Tony D'Angelo because that's all he could do. When again, Dunne is used to and known for breaking fingers. Yeah. And all fucking Tony could do is just break a hand a little bit. Yeah. Ralph had to take a shit during some of the NXT. So I missed like 20 minutes of it. I don't even know what I missed. We'll have to go through the results and see what Ladies, it's Ladies, when Triple H comes back, is uh, Tony Delight going to get. Like erased? Is he going to get buried? Is Pete Dunne going to get his win back? Or do you think uh, Triple H knows the talent he has in Tony Delight? I think he knows that it's he's moving on from all these black and gold people. I think it's time to, I mean, we saw, Bra- spoilers, we saw a, a new NXT champion tonight. It definitely, feel, it definitely feels like we're just, like everything that was still the remnants of black and gold is slowly being scrubbed away. So we're really transitioning to this new colorful era. And I think been thinking about that. I feel like that went so colorful in 2.0. I think it's temporary. I feel like we had a black and gold match, old school and new school, to keep them thing in our minds. I really think we're going to go back to what it was when Triple Because aren't they just waiting for him to come back? Isn't he on some sort of sabbatical? His team's still there, but the guy in charge is going to change. And when it does, I think we're going to change styles again. 
I really think this is here to stay. I really do think that they, the, the vision that at least if he, if he comes back, all of the talent that he pushed is really kind of in a in a downward spiral right now. Pete Dunn is main roster ready. I just feel because he's not going to do anything in this uh, new NXT. And I know that going to the main roster in Gino's eyes is a downgrade for a lot of wrestlers, but but I, I think Pete Dunn could do some good there. I just if you're in NXT and you're not one of the newer faces, it's time to go. I was so worried, Gino. Cameron Grimes was like, I want to chase gold this year. I thought you better get the Intercontinental title then. You're not winning a belt here. Yeah, again, it was it's interesting where this is going, especially when we do talk about that main event match tonight, because that signified the end of black and gold. In a lot of ways. I mean, Mandy is not really – because she showed up at 2.0, and Raquel Gonzalez was towards the end of the black and gold. You wouldn't really – would you consider her a black and gold person, Gino? Out of the three, yes. Did I say Raquel or – who did I say? Yeah, Raquel, right? You said Raquel, Mandy, but also Core was in there. So, again, out of the three that were in this match, she was the most black and gold. Yeah, Raquel was the most black and gold, even though there's not a ton of black and gold there. So And MSK, I mean, they're kind of new, newer guys. See, you guys think black and gold is a person. Black and gold is a ideology, a style, a production approach. And we, we're not going to have any choice but to have it be that way when Hunter gets his dirty hands back on it. This has the Bruce Pritchard, Vince McMahon stench all over it, and they're not going to be on this thing forever. I feel like they're going to be on it forever. I don't know. I, I know that they lost that Wednesday Night War, and Nick Khan was in – this is all from dirt sheets, so who knows how true this is. But I heard, like, oh, well, look, Triple H just proved he can't beat AEW. He can't run shit. So let's change it. Let's take his NXT, give him a heart attack, write him off TV for a little bit, write him off backstage creative for a little bit. And let's Ladies, we saw a little black and gold in Carmelo's undies tonight. You didn't see a shit stain? I did. I did not see the Carmelo Hayes shit stain. I, I now I'm a little bummed out because he he did take a scary looking move off the top rope and maybe that's where he shit his pants. Oh, the roll up is when we got to pinch to zoom, ladies. I've got it in my hands right now. I'm scratching and sniffing and it's not working, but I'm sending it to you on Discord. As oh well. my gosh, I'm like really nervous about this Carmelo Hayes shit stain because even it's subtle enough because you'd think like if you shit yourself it'd come out the sides, right? Because you and I shit like men, we know what it looks like. But this looks like, but also think of how thick those undies are, ladies. I mean, it's going to be seeping through. It must be black inside on the other side of the undies. And just that's how much can get through the layers. Oh, that could be a shit stain. I mean, it's definitely not the color of his tights. And it's where the asshole would be. You can see the bulge of his sack right there. I can even see his asshole. Look, don't you want to poke it? You can see the <laughs> it is something that you want to touch it a little bit. Look at that thing right there. Look, that's the never open weight champion right there. So, good God, did he shit himself, Gino? Was it because of that weird inverted suplex that Roddy gave him? It wouldn't be surprising if that was the spot that did to him. That was really, I would have probably shit myself too because that was a really scary spot. That was scarier than when Mercedes Martinez. Oh, we know you would have, Gino. That was scarier than when Mercedes Martinez almost killed Mickey James, Gino, and you thought, oh, she could take that bump. She's a pro, landing right on her neck. So Gino has an IBS button. He pushes when he needs someone to wheel him to the bathroom. Is and that, when his mother went off to grandma's, he had to wheel himself. You didn't make it in time, did you, Gino? Listen, what we should be talking about right now is Wrestle Kingdom 16. We're almost finished with night one's card. This Nobody shit special. themselves at Wrestle Kingdom, except maybe Takagi. But either way, yes, uh, Evil, that, that match had a lot of gaga. This probably was my least yes. favorite match of the night. Because I like Evil. I didn't like the other guy. Kevin was right. This whole fuck came out. And I thought, You know, when he pushes his IBS button, it goes, Jabroni, 
jabroni. Remember that, please? Remember the loose button? <laughs> I do remember the loose button. I, I love the, that time of the month, Gino. Gino, you're okay, right? Yeah, I'm fine for right now, again. We're having this nice discussion. For right about now? What is that, a threat, stress. Gino? You're going to get lippy There's in a minute? There's times I get stressed. Yeah, well, how about you show up not fine and see how I get? Why are you going to get stressed, Gino? What's bothering you? What's going to stress? I get stressed sometimes. That's it. That's you know, what that's it's NJPW week. Why are you getting stressed? Because I'm yelling over you all the time. I'm sorry. Okay, G Gino, walk yeah. us through the... You you said that you like to direct me and Kevin sometimes because we get off script. So direct us back to where we need to go. You know, your IBS is always in the margin. <laughs> So yes, we always we have this amazing never open weight championship match. The guest has too much nah, this match stuff going on right here. We have Can you Dick admit Kobo one can you admit off. one match sucked? Because this match sucked. <laughs> it did suck because of all the stuff happened. That's thing. I do not blame Ishii at all. Ishii is one of the best, one of my favorites. And they're just they made him kind of into a joke by having him lose the way he did because of all the people getting involved. But at least we did get Yo beating the shit out of show one more time. Just hear me out, Gino. We need you to fart in a jar and sell it. We need you to do <laughs> yeah. it just like that girl on New York Post. Please you do think, it. You know, you get money? Gino, please sell it. I mean, we can get $5 for that. I mean, per <laughs> fart? Like, because, well, for, we got to buy a mason jar. So we got to get into like shipping mason jar, probably $11. We, we'd be in the profit margin. You know that. what? I'm going to can it. I'm going to can your farts. So I'm going to get the, <laughs> the boiling water going. I'm going to get my canner set up going. I need you to fart. It's going to be hot, though. We'll see. Again, we can make some for money one way or another, but what we need... No, not, uh, not one way or another, the fart way. Did you hear what we said? This is a good plan. We're fartrepreneurs like that lady. Yes, we could. We could do a lot of things to make money. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Gina. Walk us through why you like Tomohiro Ishii so much. Listen, Ishii is against Stone Pitbull, one of the best, one of the most hard-hitting guys. Yes, this match, evil, not great because, again, too much shit going on with Every one of House of Torture getting involved, but at least again, Ishii tried his best, and they at least did give him a opportunity, made him look strong, but still look weak by having him lose because of multiple people getting involved. But then we have this a great normal tag match coming up next. There's nothing normal about Zack Sabre Jr. Gino. <laughs> That's a good call. So Chaos, who I thought I had already seen earlier tonight, uh, somebody named Goto. And then, oh my gosh, how confused was I the entire time, Gino? Yoshihashi is not Taichi because Taichi looked a lot like Yoshi Tatsu. So I thought Yoshi Tatsu was in this match, and I kept seeing Yoshihashi, and I thought, which one's Yoshi Tatsu? So this was a very confusing match. Ladies, was that the guy who came out with like tentacles that were rainbow colored on his jacket? Yes, that was the that was which guy was that, Gino? Was that hot that was Goto? That's right? Takahashi. Takahashi. What an amazing match that was later in the night. That Kevin didn't like the Fox match, and I kind of agree. Zack Saber Jr., Gino. I actually wrote a note for this one. This is yes. it was actually Kevin, same point. His moves do not look like they hurt. He looks like he's trying not and, and look, I know you're gonna say you shouldn't injure people. He looks like he's really careful in the ring. Like maybe on day one he was fucking around and tried to do a hurricane rana. And now his friend can never walk again. So he's like, well, I got to be a wrestler, but I'm not going to do moves anymore that hurt. But it just looked like he was wrestling very, very NJPW soft. So what he, did you think of this match? He is a safe worker now. And again, he's mainly good. And his whole style is going to be technical side, being going for submission holds and having these weird names to it. Like he has a whole sentence that's a finisher. Like, hurrah, this is the year where things are better than the year before. It's like that's a long-ass name. It's his finish. 
that he just makes fun of wrestling for because he's all about technical wrestling. So yeah, it's not <laughs> he all makes about fun the of it, but he takes it seriously with his technical bullshit. Yes, he's about more technical guy. Again, tai Chi is the hard-hitting one of the team. But, of the you know, the technical tech. stuff can start to look bad when it looks like when Sasha Banks does it. Like with these <laughs> slow motion, kind of being gentle. You got to squeeze that head, Gino. And there's times when Z- ZSJ does look like he's ho- getting holding hard. But again, he didn't probably want to hurt Goto because Goto is kind of a legend. Not as, he's been here for a while, not as long as like, some other guys in New Japan. Yeah, we got Hiroki Goto and we got Yoshihashi. It was an amazing contest, these two teams. And this was better than Dangerous Techers and Gorillas of Destiny. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up because I hated that match. Can I just say I don't like Dangerous Techers? I mean, it's confirmed now. I thought this was just a very, very, okay, your hand goes here, my hand goes here. Flip me, okay, that landed. Okay, let's do this now. It just it felt a lot like that Ricochet match I hate. And I know that, oh, what, you just don't like Osprey. But... I, I didn't really like this match. Now, there were some parts that I thought it was good, but the drama as far as a, a false finish, yeah, it still got me. But, I mean, there was even a spot where somebody was in the corner, and it might have been, I think it was Zack Sabre again. He was throwing forearms, and it was just like, huh, huh, huh. And I was, like, watching this. Like, this is the stuff that when people say, why do you watch this shit? It's so fake. It was really bad wrestling. So this is, like, I mean, this is – this is their WrestleMania, and I can't imagine watching it if, like, Drew McIntyre's in the corner going, huh, huh. Like, if I'm one of these legends like Goto or Yoshihashi, I'm like, you better fucking hit me, you little piece of shit, you little gaijin asshole, because they looked like he was, like, helping him out. Huh, huh. Did you see that part, Gino? Yes, I do know the forearm spot you're talking about. Yes, it, he is safe, and it does suck sometimes when people are safe, when they others... When the people know that some guys can actually take a fucking hit. Yeah, you can be safe. Like when you're doing a suplex, yes, you should be safe. But like when you're throwing punches, if you're if I'm a wrestler and you're gonna hit me, I'm expecting it to hurt a little bit. It doesn't need to completely. And if you're if you're a wrestler who's like mad later on, you fucking hit me too hard. It's like, well, shit, take a punch, you asshole. So I, I agree with certain aspects of that. But I remember Zack Sabre Jr. and the Cruiserweight Classic. He was better than this. I don't know if it's. I mean, obviously, it was like what five or six years ago but this version of zsj that i've seen the last three or four times i've watched him i have not been impressed and this is a guy that when you look at the pwi 500 he's always up there people love this guy i just have not seen it at all so uh maybe i like look and and you like him right would you like you said this is a good match right I thought this was a really good match. Again, I liked Goto and Yoshihashi. Again, I also watched the finals of the tag league, so I was like, these are, this is preparing for what I would hope was going to be a great tag match. Turned out to just be a good one. It was just fine. I was like, it's good because I like Tai Chi. It yeah. sucked that, like, I was watching on the fight feed and they didn't have Tai Chi's actual song where he actually was singing. They covered it with some other shit, which sucked. Oh, so that's didn't get the weird. Whole I, don't, I don't get that. Yeah, I thought, I thought. The, everyone else was doing fine. It was okay. I just every time, and of course, Zack Sabre's the gaijin. He's the white dude. He's gonna stick out like a like a sore thumb or like the one good thumb on a hand of sore thumbs. And he, yeah, he just he did not do well. Now the next match, Kevin, you didn't like the frog splash. It did look like he landed on a mattress, but I thought this was a good match. 
I'm trying to get over Tai Chi's opera mask. Gino's a big fan of this guy. <laughs> Phantom of Tai Chi. This guy stinks. He has a mic stand in his seat. Look at this picture, please. But for some reason on the fight feed, they dubbed over with some shitty fucking song that's not copyright free. Emmy Sakura. You don't like him, Gino. Do you like Emmy Sakura too? Emmy Sakura I've started to really get into like here because again no. I've seen the people she's training and she's actually a teacher of so many people in Chaco Pro. Nobody likes Emmy Sakura. I was there, okay? I was there surrounded by the other folks in Dallas who were just so annoyed that we paid money. We had to pay to park. I think that's what wrestling fans, like promotions need to warn you, hey, you have to pay to park. Because when you go to these things, you have to add more money to park. And then you're thinking about, oh, my car's in some fucking random ass lot. And then my reward is I get to watch Big Swall versus Emmy Sakura, Gino. Emmy Sakura is the worst, and so is Lulu Pencil. Listen, she's gotten better. That thing, Lupenzo's really good. Listen, and, also, and just and Mesuruga. Mesuruga's another student of Emmy Sakura that I'm a fan. What are they getting good at though? Wrestling? Yes, they're bad. They're getting better at wrestling. All right, I'm gonna trust you on that they're one. You know, can't communicate. You know, you like what they give back to the business. It's not what they're doing in front of us. That can suck as much as it wants. But when off screen, they're she's cultivating the next generation, right, Gino? Yes, that's what Emmy Sakura is doing. Parts made in Japan the says the 50-year-old Emmy Sakura is getting better. Yeah, she's really she honing. Is, she's, she's honing her craft at age 50. She's really going to make yeah. that. She's really going to win the never open weight women's title because that's the that's for the kiddos. That's the one that the kiddos all win, Gino. So yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of uh, the, the entrance itself. I thought you know whatever. All that stuff is whatever. The mic stand, I didn't get that. The match though, that's when it's that's when I start liking things. And I liked El Desperado. Is he Mexican or Japanese? I believe he. Let me check for. He better be American. That's that was my big thought. Was I hope he's Mexican? Because if he's not, he's just appropriating Mexican culture and lucha libre. So he I'm, is from Japan. I'm not okay with that. All right. I'm just, oh, he's from <laughs> which part? He is from Niigata, Japan. Whoa! Do you hear that, <laughs> Kevin? Yeah, what a little a little twang in there, a little clink. Look at that, you got a little dialect, you know. Again, I was trying to make sure I didn't possibly say something that could get me cats. Yeah, you don't want to piss Aiko off. Championo desperado. Is this the whole match, Kevin? Oh, they don't have the entrance. It's just a match. I wanted to see. Oh, Scream Four promo. Turn it off. That movie looks scary. Or Scream Five. I can't believe you guys aren't terrified of that. So this. I'm I thought the match was okay. It was a little softer, but it was better than the last match. Maybe, yes. maybe it was a table, not just a fact. I, I know I'm right. I late, but I found my notes on Yoverse show. Yes. What would you like about it? Look at this shit. I wrote. I wrote white pants better win. He just carried <laughs> it himself. And then I said, now white pants just pile drived himself. Like it, white pants had to do everything. A show is just kind of standing there like a broom. Yeah, and then well, look, we know who the, the star is, right? You know, Yo's the star. Yes, Yo is the star. That's thing. Show gets to have character by being this heel, but Yo gets to be the real star. <laughs> Show gets to have character by being like everyone else in the Bullet Club. So yes, yes. Yo's gonna be a star. I, I love Yo. Yeah, Yo rules and a cool. It's Yo with an H. And even when you answered when I called earlier, Gino, you were like, Yo, you were so excited to talk about this match. Hell yeah, it was. Now, what did you think about El Desperado? He's finally... He, so you were trying to pitch to me that the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title is more than just like a cruiserweight title. Like, you you think they treat it like it's... Like, you know, this is this is their WWE Universal title, right? 
Yeah, so this is their world championship, and then they have the again world heavyweight. Yeah, this is like a secondary heavyweight championship that they put for the juniors. And the juniors are what? Are they cruiserweights or what? They are not in the heavyweight division. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So then the main event, which I did not know what the main event was, so I was. Are really they in the open weight division? Yeah, you know? Gino. Are they open weight? Are they in the any weight division? That's in the open weight division for any and all weight division. It's like the X division. Not oh, for you, Gino. I love the X division, though. I love yes. uh, I love Josh Alexander. Base. I love. What happened to Rohit? Let's talk Impact again, Gino. Why is Rohit not with Impact? That that was a sad thing right there. I don't know why he didn't resign, which. This also gives me a sad sign that maybe they won't re-sign Shira. <laughs> that doesn't. That would be so sad, you know. You're right. Yes, I would shed tears. Both the hit squad we're gonna lose. Said. We're gonna lose Shira, Kevin. Did you hear? Aren't you a big Shira, Mark? Is that Santino's daughter? Is that the daughter? <laughs> Do you know? Yes, Santino does have a daughter. She wrestled some indie promotion recently. I don't remember where she wrestled. Uh, Gino, where's Noel Foley wrestling? Puerto Rico? <laughs> uh, she's wrestling nowhere, but uh, her husband, again, I don't know if they're married. They're still probably just together. Fucking Frank the Clown got beat the fuck up by Matt Cardona. What the match. fuck? And he's with Noel Foley, the guy who got yes. beat up? They've been Gino, together oh, for please. a while. We're Frank watching this shit tomorrow. Oh, we can't wait for... Well, GCW, GCW is going back to Houston. I was kind of hoping they would come to Dallas, you know, so if you could put in a good word with Brett Lauderdale for me. But uh, ultimately, they're going to Houston. I'm not driving five hours to go. It was The main event actually looked pretty interesting, but I'm not going to be able to make it. So, Kevin, we should go to the one where Diesel's going to be at. Kevin Nash is going to be at the one in, in Michigan. <gasps> yes, he's going back home. What to say to him about his tweets? <laughs> yes, we're going to have to. Gino, the main event of what's Don't bring it Pandora's box, bleedies. You know, like Canyon had. But right. I just keep tweets that I'll never forget. You saw what Mick Foley said. That is, well, what about what his son said? What about Dewey? I like the Dewey tweets more than the Mick tweets. That Dewey's really, like, fat now, Gino. He looks like he has IBS. Gino. No, wait. I saw Mick Foley at that wrestling thing, and he got really big. I know that it was, you know, he's not wrestling or trying to be in shape. But he's, it seems like he's actively trying to get as big as he possibly can. He's, if he gets fat, it's just medic, medical by now, right? Like, you just assume he's on a medication. You know, he can't. He, it hurts him just to get out of bed. Yeah, he can't move. He just wants to lay around. And, yeah, he doesn't have – he doesn't work out. It's clearly he's just hanging out. And I just – I feel bad because you see this guy tell all these awesome wrestling stories. And then you watch him waddle away. He's probably in so much pain. And I thought Diamond Ellis Page was helping him out. What's going on? Do we need to go follow well, well, Mick just decided I'm going to be Santa. This has been the thing that got me over in my – that's his next career. The comedy didn't work out. Oh, this, oh yeah, the stand-up was great for a while, but I think once he realized, oh, they're trying to, like, pull clips for me to be, be booked on other shows. I don't really tell jokes. I just tell stories. And we laugh. I swear he used to be funny. I'm sorry I keep interrupting you. Oh. But wasn't he hilarious when he first started? Like we, You guys went to a show. I didn't get to see it, but I bet he did great that night. But years later, I felt like the same stories finely tuned a thousand times down to every every mannerism and pause and smile. And it's like we didn't laugh at the part you hope, but you still sat there like we did. I wish you would tell new stories. Maybe that's the problem. Like, because I remember. So when we saw him, yes, I thought it was very funny when he had his network special, like to have a nice night or whatever it was. I didn't think that was very good. But I remember even him as the commissioner back in, you know, 2001 or whatever it was. He was very funny. We love my dad loved Mick Foley. So it was always a big deal when you would see him backstage, you know, in his 
his chain link office with plants and stuff. We love that version of Mick. We thought he was hilarious. The stories he was telling. I think maybe just knowing him more and more as the guy, he also gave me a weak ass fucking handshake. So maybe he just, that was the start of his heel turn for me. Was I Oh, went- that sounds like Mick. By the way, <laughs> when we started TWFS, it was heartbreaking for me to learn Mick Foley's real place in history. I thought he was up there above Triple H. like Because the Attitude Era living it, Mick Foley was above the rock for real fans. But then as the years went on, I guess you buried him. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Well, even Triple H, to his, to his credit, I mean, his best time, his best time. But after the Attitude Era, he still stuck around where, you know, it, when the Attitude Era ended and we lost Rock, Mick Foley, and, and Stone Cold, like all within, what, three months of each other, it felt like. It really was. Oh, who's left? Oh, Taker and Triple H. So they're going to be able to pad their stats and create these legacies that last multiple decades. And, you know, they're always going to have the advantage from that. Much- Ladies, Jim Ross was there, too. You're forgetting the key name. Is, wasn't it also? Well, you probably knew your whole life. You never took time off like me. When I came back to wrestling after 10 years when The Miz brought me back, and then to find out Jim Ross just got made fun of by Vince McMahon and he never got I thought he was on a pedestal and he was a godly figure but you find out that's Mark talk like the people you love as a fan they're just I guess the closer you are to Vince the more he's going to take shots at you he's mean I get well even you know I've been re-listening to some old something to wrestle with and even those you kind of hear the stories of Bruce and Vince fucking with each other and maybe that's just they have that mentality of and that's why they always say don't sell it because JR sells it, and you, we know how it is. When somebody's out there really making, you know, it's easy when somebody keeps selling it and you keep goading them and you want to get that reaction. And I, I guess Bruce and Vince are just fucking sitting back there thinking, oh, this guy can't hang with us. We're a couple of bros. We're slapping dicks all day, and Jim Ross can't hang. Jim Ross wants to make barbecue sauce in his backyard. So I, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with that where it did seem like there was this weird – when they did that segment where they pulled the head out of the ass, I was like, isn't JR one of the greatest, like most respected wrestling figures ever? Why is why is his head being pulled out of his own ass? Ah, uh, the glory days. Back in our day, ladies, <laughs> wrestling fans like us beat the fuck out of wrestling fans like Gino. Oh, well, Gino, you were probably, so did you know the main Gino. event already, Gino, of this Wrestle Kingdom? Because I had no idea. And yes. when I saw Okada come out, my fucking jeans started creaming. And then when I saw Shingo Takagi come out, I forgot he was the champion. So I was very excited when I when this and then I was also very worried when I saw the runtime, how much was left on the pay-per-view because I, I was already home by this point. NXT was starting in like 40 minutes and there was an hour left of this show. But luckily, they wrapped it up a lot sooner than that. Gino, is this the best match you've ever seen? This was probably the best match of 2022. <laughs> yes, so far. I don't know if it was better than the Usos versus uh, the New Day, but it was pretty good. So, like, in New Japan, they have these long main events. They they take you on these journeys. And I didn't know any of the build to this other than Okada's the best. Takagi, they kept telling me, he was in Dragon Gate only three or four years ago. I was like, I've never heard of this Shingo Takagi until he won the belt. So... For me, I was clearly rooting for Okada. He had match of last year against Jeff Cobb. I forgot to bring it up on the Slammies, Kevin, but write that down for next year. It'll, it'll be a rollover. But Okada, first of all, I don't like the finisher, by the way. He, after watching the clothesline from hell my whole life, the the Rainmaker clothesline is kind of weak. Again, another, like, this is strong style Japan stuff. How could, He does a tombstone pile driver. Why is he doing a clothesline to win, Gino? 
this. It's because, again, the Rainmaker is his specialty. It's his move that he's made popular. That people have taken and done their own thing with it. Seth Rollins did a good job putting it with, <laughs> again, I made the comment adding the V-trigger to it and call it the Revolution. Uh, Jake Roberts did a good job stealing it from Okada. Yes, all those Ladies, is the V-trigger a flying knee or a shining wizard? Which What's the V-trigger It's you? a flying knee. It's a just, running flying knee. It's just a, all right, if you say so. It's a running knee, yeah. <laughs> it's Whatever. Just, it, it's not necessarily flying all the time. A lot of times people are laying against ropes. Well, what the young bucks do it? What are they doing then, Vleeties? They're doing the, the BTE trigger. trigger. They don't do the That is a sky on his knees. <laughs> this is a shining wizard. A flying knee is like the Seth Rollins knee was like Triple H. That is nothing like a V trigger. Yeah, no, that's. I agree with that. I agree that uh, the, the Harley Race high knee that the greats like Triple H, Harley Race, Seth Rollins. That's their move. The V trigger is a running knee. It's like not like Daniel Bryan's running knee, Gino. It's it's more. It's but I don't think of it like a shining wizard. But it's just a knee. Let's not overthink this, everyone. It's a it, knee. So again, it's all about the where the opponent is. He needs to be on his knees. It's a shining wizard. It's a Kinshasa, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a good point. Either way, <laughs> explain to me why I'm supposed to like this clothesline that Jake Roberts has done, that uh, Hercules Hernandez has done. But you're going to tell me you're going to tell me you're going to oh, God is more famous than Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay. Both of them right now in Japan. He might be. Did you see how he stood? Did you see yes. his presence? I think this time, Bleedies, not having Chris Jericho or engaging there to show me like to, to take my attention, to take my right. love. I was just able to see evil and Ishii and Desperado and Takahashi, <laughs> all these fucking gook motherfuckers. And then Okada with them, you see a difference. This guy is royalty when I see him now, Bleedies. And I couldn't see that when Jericho was obviously cooler. Yeah, and and I think that was one of the selling points for New Japan back then was like the Alpha, the Omega, two white guys. So all you Americans, even though the guys are Canadian, Gino, all of you Americans are going to watch this show. And then we watched it, and then some guys like me fell in love with Tanahashi, and we're like, this guy rules. And but for a while, it was kind of like, who's the gaijin that's going to bring over all the Americans? Who's gonna? What are they going to watch? Who are they going to root for? Now I don't think they're rooting for Will Ospreay. He's English and he sucks. Uh, I don't think people are rooting for Jeff Cobb. He's from Hawaii. That's not really America. Uh, but I was born there. Uh, so, yeah, there wasn't really Zack Sabre Jr., Gino. Is he bringing all the whites over? No, I think the people that are bringing in again, the attention, the interest is people like Okada. Wait, people Kevin. Like Bullet Club, Kevin, group, where is Jay White? You brought a. Where is Jay White? Is he all right? Is he okay? I don't know, like if he's I said still Kevin. He might be working in strong. I haven't been caught up on strong what they're doing, so maybe I was going to delegate this one to you, Gino. Anyways, I was going to ask you the same thing. I've been thinking about Jay White for forty-five minutes. I didn't know when to fit him in. <laughs> I was wondering, like, where because there was a few, and that's why I thought when Okada came out, I was like, who's the champion, Jay White? And then Takagi came out. I was like, oh yeah, Takagi's the champion. So there's no the third there's, champion. Yes, the third. So the, to explain that one. <laughs> There was a IWGP, IWGP. How can they say that all the time, Gino? What's that about? It's just because it is technically supposed to be IWGP because it's not New Japan's title because there was a New Japan championship, but that had to get changed because uh, Inoki then ran New Japan. No, I'm asking so why the announcers title. say it like that every time. IWGP. Like it just caught every. They had, like it's because that's what the other announcers say. Every 10 minutes. respect for. Uh, it's, yeah, I, I can answer this both ways in one sentence, basically. Well, they say it like that because of their accent, ladies. They're trying to say English letters. Oh. And then as far as what Gino tried to say before, IWGP is a governing body. 
Gino, we watch real sports, so we know what to say and what it all is. You're ripping off boxing. We get it. We know, Gino. The International Wrestling Grand Prix, we know. Okay, we all watch. Gino, we watch the recount, okay, with Kevin <laughs> Kelly on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash NJPW1970. We know, Gino. Thank you. So, okay. So, they had the, the Intercontinental. Gino, how come they always go, go? When there's a that's super a good game. question. I don't know why they do that in soccer. You know, I think that's just a uh, football soccer. thing. How, uh, is that only soccer? Okay, I was gonna make sure. That's yeah, just a football thing. You know, it's just football. It said rugby, Gino. Football. <laughs> he even said football. So, Gino, Can you imagine Gino on the offensive line, bleedies, a fucking center like this guy, Koda oh, Ibushi, reaching between those legs. Koda Ibushi, the rainmaker, the greatest of all time. He's not the rainmaker, is he? Yes, I the rainmaker. That's why he was called the rainmaker. And he has the money clip. Kota Ibushi is not the not rainmaker. No, you're being racist. Okay, now oh, Kota Ibushi was the he was the intercontinental champion, right? And he was fighting Naito, who's the heavyweight champion. They merged the belts, and then they made a new IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, right? You know that's correct. Which is what Will Ospreay has current. Well, Will Ospreay, he is the interim. Yes, he had the interim, which was the winged title, which is what he brought. That belt that sucks. Winged. What's that about? Can we complain? I like it. I kind of like it. It's better than the butterfly belt. It is you the know, butterfly belt. I need you belt. to name one interim UFC champion in history for me. Dan Severn? Dan Severn? Oh, I'm going to look it up. No, Gino. <laughs> interim titles are recent. Dana White came up with them. Sorry, I would assume like it was also be an old thing, too. Like Because I remember Dan Severn had like multiple titles. I think he had like two UFC titles. What he was, was amazing, Gino, but you're not going to win the interim title tapping out to a chocolate midget. <laughs> that Brazilian motherfucker. This guy, you saw it, please. Jan Severin's bigger than you, and he's on top of him, and he starts tapping the ground, Skid. No, well, Dan Severin, by the way. I, I like that that was your answer, Gino. I, I remember Shane Carwin. Wasn't Shane Carwin the interim heavyweight champion? Because Brock took a long time off. And then Brock came back and beat him. I was so excited. That, that was that was like the only Brock Lesnar fight I ordered where he won. The other one was Cain Velasquez. And he got smashed. And then I remember when he was going to fight Overeem, I didn't want to watch that one because I was literally afraid. I was like, no, don't fight this guy. He was on roids, right, Kevin? That's a roid guy. Overeem. Ladies, you brought up this Carwin fight over the years as reasons why you hate MMA. It was too fast. You waited all night for a main event that ended quickly. Is this that one? <laughs> no. That, so that's the Cain oh. Velasquez one. I, oh, I, of course. I spent $60. I fronted the money. My friends were like, yeah, we'll throw in 10 bucks each. This will be fine. And then the main, the whole night sucked. Uh, the first four fights all went to the cards. Nothing exciting happened. Okay, Brock Lesnar time. 90 seconds later, I was so sad. Ladies, when it goes to the cards, that's more Joe Rogan time. You get to learn. You get to learn about answering the phone. You got to learn the sport, then the next card's better. Maybe that would have been better if we weren't like drinking and like having fun. You know, it was it wasn't like I was watching the stuff. I was like, "Where's the blood?" I was like watching a New Japan show. I was like, "Come on!" Like, where's the TLC match? Where's Callisto? Yes. I want to see a luchador, Gino, or excuse me, Bleedies. I was trying to teach Gino about Sincara. He doesn't know that Sincara is the greatest luchador of all time. He wasn't watching wrestling back when those big nets played. Oh, when they were pumping up Sincara, Gino, there was nobody we were more excited for. And when he made his debut, oh, everybody was all of And how many other wrestlers are in a Scooby-Doo movie, Gino? I mean, Sincara is over. That's true. He was over. Mystico was over. WCW was trying so hard to get him, but WWE was able to get him. And he got to be a part of one of the very few people in WWE that most of his matches had to be recorded twice to make sure you got to understand how perfect of a wrestler he is. Because <laughs> no one you. else could equal his talent. 
He was light years ahead. That's why everyone else couldn't keep up with the match. They call him a botch fest, Bleedies, because he's doing shit. He has so many moves. He has more than five moves, and this roster doesn't know what to do with that. Everybody, Even Primo was like, I can't do this, you guys. I speak Spanish. His Spanish is better than mine. I can't do this. So Kristen loved Sin Cara. <laughs> like, we were watching wrestling back then. Though, and I got to admit, looking back, I miss him. Those fucking big nets were so powerful, and the Sin Cara lighting never worked with anyone but him. The Fiend lighting oh. sucked. I laughed at the Sin Cara lighting, but I think I liked it, right? I think after a while, we all just, we were all over it after a while. But when it was starting and when it was happening, we kind of liked it because it was different. You'd be watching a two-hour Raw, and then it's like, oh, this is different. I didn't know we were going to do this tonight. But I don't think he ever lost with the lighting, did he? No, he couldn't have. He might have. Well, you know, they might have had to retape it, you know, right? They retaped it, made him lose. Yeah, they they had to retape it and be like, okay, you can't do this. We're going to have you lose because you can't work. Yeah, I mean, we, we haven't got there yet. You're 10 years ahead. You're losing today. Maybe in 10 years you win with that move. You know what move I hate, Bleedy? the backflip rock bottom. That move sucks. Oh, yeah, the the flux Spanish capacitor. Fly. Yeah, the Frank. Oh, yeah, the, yeah the, the Spanish fly, all that stuff, all the top rope. Nobody liked it. Except when Paul Burchill does it because he just does it when he's standing. So everybody C4. loves Paul. Everybody loves Paul Burchill. But, That's the guy whose matches we just taped over. Yeah, <laughs> we just get over Paul Burchill. He's making out with his sister. Awesome. Yeah, we'll just take his move and give it to John Morrison and we'll stop him from using it for some reason. Because yes. he did too. C4. He didn't do it in WWE though. He did the Yeah, he did. He did the moon, short time He did the Moonlight Drive. Remember that? That was fun. He did Moonlight Drive, then he did the C4 for But they didn't but they, they didn't decide. take it from Paul <laughs> Burchill. Did they take it from Paul Burchill? That, that was after he was already gone for a while. Yeah, after Paul was gone for a while, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so like they, they told they Paul. They gave him the C4 to finish. They something. didn't tell him to stop doing it and we're going to have John do it. It was like, no, he's not even in the company. He's not here anymore. Or maybe he was. Maybe he was doing that whole stop shit in ECW. I don't remember. That old weird fucking curb stop he did. That's finished. Gino, this was a fun night of wrestling. Now, I did look at night two, which is going to start in a couple hours here. Yeah. Um, are you going to stay up, Gino? Do you got work tomorrow? I'm going to be watching this. I'm especially going to be watching the pre-show with the three six-man tags. We got started. Oh, gross. Okay, so it looks like the main card is actually pretty stacked. There's only one yeah. There's only one six-man tag on the main one card. One triple threat tag. So, yeah, you don't need to watch the – I don't need to watch the pre-show. So maybe they should have done that with these other matches. Put Osprey on the pre-show. Put the, uh, put the, uh, the Tanahashi six-man on the pre-show. Put that Rambo on the main card because that was awesome. But Hell yeah. yeah, so this is great. They figured it out. Six man tag night. Uh, this is like a TNA one night only pay-per-view six man tag night. They're going to put all that on the pre-show. So I'm excited for night two. Chase Owens is in that fatal four way. Hopefully he gets it done. Sonata gets great. Ocon one-on-one. All those matches I named are happening tonight. So that's what I mean is if we, if we can't fill out two nights for the wrestling, just do one or three nights. Just do one card. Well, no one will be mad at you for putting on a really good show. So that's uh, the thing. But at least they do have it here for night two. And what's interesting to me is again in the card we see here, they do have the Stardom exhibition match in there. When normally when they have a Stardom match, it's on like the pre-show and it's not taped. So again, this might be the first year they actually do show women's wrestling in New Japan on Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. There were no chicks on this card. There was like one like valet. There was a manager who came out. But New Japan doesn't get the I guess the fans in, in Japan don't tweet 
like the American Zoo, right? Give Divas a chance. Like, has Even that? They're like Stardom is like their partner company. So good night, do we get to see? That's probably a great idea. WWE should have a partner company where just all the chicks there, right? Oh, so we. I was asking about this last night. So we don't have a, any Divas because we actually own an entire company of them. So they're actually ahead of us. Yeah, they have like a partner company they work with, but again, the partner company Stardom is a like, still a freelance company. So I've seen a, clips of them, Gino. Some of those clips are amazing. Yeah, they have some amazing, like hard hitting women. It's great. Love Stardom. Do you love Stardom? Like, how often do you watch it? No, I don't say it, it like that. Not recently <laughs> as much as I used to. Because again, I was watching it like when we saw B Priestley, Tony Storm, Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane. Gino, he hasn't seen the clips we've seen. No, I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen Oscar pouring the milk on her head. But also, I just when somebody <laughs> once so, I like Gino was just flexing on us. You didn't feel that, Kevin? You didn't get offended yeah, by the flex. Look, look what I'm about to say, you bleedies, and you're gonna know what he meant. You're gonna apologize to him. This was in stardom just this week. He was just flexing on us, and I couldn't be flexed on. All these great women that came into day oh my that were from Stardom. Just look at the gift. Don't even look at the video. That's a good point. <laughs> But no, I was just like when somebody goes, no, I love it. It's like, do you though? Like, does anyone, does anybody constantly watching this? Like nobody's ever told me, oh, did you see stardom this weekend? It was great. Who's this chick? Bray Wyatt. That was pretty sweet. She does like a matrix. Also Bray Wyatt. Trish Stratus. They're just screaming. Goes around that really fucking stiff looking spirit. Is she a guy gene? She could be. I believe she is. Yeah, I think she's American. Oh my gosh! Oh, they—we have somebody to root for now, Gino. Representation matters, okay? They yeah. must have sped up that gift, right? There's no way she did it that fast. No one's that much of an athlete in America. Well, yeah, she even pops up. Like, watch how she she turns so fast. She gets right back up, and she's ready to hit that spear. That doesn't that seem like we were watching an evolution in front of us? We saw Bray Wyatt do it in one spot. Uh, he kind of moves slowly. We saw Alexa Bliss do her stupid crawl. Now we're like, who would have thought we'd ever see this while alive? Like, now we're finally seeing what happens when some talent takes the ideas further. Well, and, and you even said they're ahead of us by having their own company. I think that's segregation. I think that's backwards. At least that's how I'm looking at it. Like, well, can the women get their own shit, but it's not as good? They're wrestling in Cork and Hall with no people in it? We're wrestling in the Tokyo Dome? So, I don't know. We that's could... why tonight's going to be even better, because we are going to get an exhibition of Stardom <laughs> we're gonna, Wrestling. We're going to get one match. So, okay. Progress. So, the main event, the Will Ospreay Okada I hope Okada wins, but Osprey's getting the belt back, right? I really could see Osprey winning, but I would love to see Okada having the belt. And then we could have a tape, because even though he's injured, we could have just video packages of Kenny Omega looking at Okada. And we could set this up. The match that we want is one more time. The Rainmaker and the best bout machine. Is that what we want? Kevin, do you want that? I think Stardom's the new PWG. I want Stardom. <laughs> yeah, I'm just seeing this gift. Yeah, fuck the young box. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, Osprey. Gino. I want whatever you were just talking about, man. That's gonna happen. Gino, is that what we want? Haven't we already had? What do we have? Three of them already. Yes, we have had three, but one more to really break open that forbidden door is that Kenny Omega back in New Japan. I want Brock versus Either. Roman. I know that people are so mad about that. Like, oh, they're building towards like Brock Roman five. Like that sounds great. I'd rather watch. Let's do that. But, uh, oh, I didn't know we were talking about stuff we actually want. Yeah, I want Brock Prince Roman. <laughs> I want Adam Page out of the dock water. We need Bray Wyatt in AEW out of the dock water. Maybe Bray Wyatt shows up here, Gino. Is that out of the realm? I could see Bray Wyatt fiend masking his way down to take out Okada. We could do anything, and anything could happen. I'm looking forward to it. Again, especially you know, what they could do since they want to set up for night three in, on the 8th. 
They could just have Muda show up after it and spit mist in Okada's face. Is he the Noah champion? He is like one of the heads of Noah. That's why we do have actually, is he in the match with Noah? With, Whoa, uh, that sounds Adrian. awesome. Match number 10 on night three is Okada and Tanahashi, like my two favorites, are yeah. teaming up against Muda, your favorite. And great. And Kaito Kayamiya. Kayamiya. Is he good, Gino? I believe so. Again, I'm not watching as much Noah as I probably should because I at least watched as, Muda matches. You Muda should. was recently champion, which I was surprised. I was like, Muda's the world oh, champion. This, this guy's only 25, Kaito Kayuyami. Yeah, Yama. Um, yes. Why, why should you watch it, Gina? What's that mean? I'm just like, because I do like seeing different wrestling. I like consuming different content to really see what do is. Do you think the that's best why thing. you hate, like, not hate, but do you think that's why you're a lot more critical of Raw and SmackDown? Like, I hear you on. On third hour, I hear you on fourth hour. I heard you after day one. It seems like you're ready to bash like that stuff. Is, is it just because that's what you're so accustomed to that when you watch, not necessarily, you know, I don't want to say the word shitty, but when you watch like a less, and I think I've asked you this before, but when you watch like an Impact or you watch even even a New Japan, it, just because it's different, is it, do you give it more of a pass? I do feel because it feels different. And every like New Japan feels a lot different than WWE. Impact, AEW, everything feels different than WWE. Yeah, but but that doesn't mean that WWE is bad. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, because there are times where I watch, you know, I watched uh, Bound for Glory, and as a WWE pay per view, I think Bound for Glory was terrible. But as an Impact pay per view, I thought it was actually pretty fun. So I think there's just this difference where we value or weigh things because, you know, NXT. It's just, you know, it's a lot of, there's just WWE, but you like NXT more than you like Raw or SmackDown. So is it just because, like, and this is just from years and years of watching it, have you just got to the point where it's like, oh, I've seen, I know what they're doing with Dolph Ziggler, I know what they're doing with Big Bob, so I might as well enjoy this other stuff because I've never been exposed to it? Is that what this is? It's similar to that, I believe, and also WWE, even though they do try to make things different, a lot of it is the same. Like, in a sense, a lot of, like, some rest fans do think when Rock and Stone Cold had their last match, that was, like, the end of it. That was the end of the, the whole fucking thing is done. Everything else just rehashed. and just No reset. one even watched that. <laughs> that was my favorite match ever. I, know I saw the buy rate, ladies, 546,000. We had Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold doing 920. Yeah. And The Rock didn't even add to that. The Rock got three since then. He had 928, so we beat it the next year. Thank you, Shawn Michaels, for building that. And then the next one was like 600-something thousand. So The Rock wasn't even a draw. It was Shawn Michaels, then Stone Cold, who got the, you know, we passed the reins, and he had the rub, you know. And they were both on that card with The Rock Austin 3. So Shawn was on there, too. So, yes, I agree, Kevin. But who main evented? Uh, who did it? Brock, oh, the, the beast and Brock, Brock, he had the main event. He was incredible back then. He was the next big thing, Kevin's favorite. But no, it definitely, I, I don't know if everything has been rehab. Like, there is still some good shit in there. I mean, there's still. There is sometimes, but like, it does feel the same, especially like the shows are all building to the paper and all the paper is doing is building to the show. But I mean, you can I can argue that with everything. I just watched That's night true. one of Wrestle Kingdom, where two of the matches yeah, were we're building setting up for night two, but so, it's different because it's Wrestle Kingdom. I I, I agree. I, I agree with you. I think that's what what drives Nathan crazy though is that I hear you say things like I love Stardom. It's like, do you though? I love NJPW. This it's like, do like 
do you? Like, you watch Raw and SmackDown every week. You don't watch New Japan every week. So, you know, just made WWE sound great. I wish it was shows leading to a pay-per-view. It seems like a company (laughs) just trying to get to a pay-per-view. And it's like, who cares what the shows are? We have to do it. And we have to rewrite it. Then we feel like we tried really hard. And Gino, when Vlides talks about the scale, like, good as a WWE paper, like, the Impact event is bad as a WWE event, but it's good as an Impact one. Basically, the WWE scale is we take it seriously, and is it actually good or bad? The Impact scale is we expect it to suck, but Mickey James has a cool song, so it's good. It is something like that does seem, at least from my perspective, of what Fleeties means. Because to me, again, I enjoy just different. I enjoy alternative. Sure. WWE, it's the same stuff. We just have the same matches, different opponents to a certain purse, but it's always the same match. It's never different. Yeah. Like, like when we see a Kane match, you know what Kane's going to do. He's, we, you could say it almost in your sleep, but you see a Kane match, it's the same. I, I would love to see Kane now, though. I mean, this new Kane, yes, the mayor. He would still miss the same thing he did all those years ago. Bring, out the, bring out the mayor now. But I think a good example was that triple threat X Division match with Macklin, Trey, Miguel, and uh, whoever, oh, uh, Laredo Kid, where I brought up, you acknowledged it. It was a botch fest. Like, it was just, it was not a good wrestling match. But you even in our review of it, you had said, "Look, I like bad wrestling sometimes." And yeah, I sometimes I do, and I could compare like this: the production value stuff. This impact is not as good as WWE, but sure. WWE tries to perceive itself and make itself into this perfect product because it's sports entertainment, not wrestling. But if we had Where a match, like, make- like if we had that triple threat X division match on Raw, you would have hated it. Like it would have just been. Oh, God, what a sloppy, nonsensical match. These guys can't work a lick. Why are they even wrestling? That's why this isn't wrestling. This is sports entertainment. As you Look, just if said. If today, that would be in NXT, and it would be good. But even so, like, if we had a... a if we had a shitty triple threat match in NXT, you still, you probably give it, you'd forgive it more than you would on Raw or SmackDown. Like, it really is just because somebody tells you it's Raw or SmackDown, and you already yeah i think kevin says like you already hate it a little bit your expectations are already no this isn't going to live up to what i want because that match was sucked like i, I i've gone back and seen clips and i was like oh what a it was on a pachamania it was like a whole episode so well, to gino's point too not only does kane wrestle like kane but now rob <laughs> van dam wrestles like kane like everybody's having the same match our Big E versus drew mcintyre had them run in the fucking training spot where you hit the ropes, I'll hit the ground, I'll jump up, you go between my legs. Do we need to start our championship match at Crown Jewel with that? I think that they was a need to start off with the highest spot. Everyone needs that highest spot. They drop <laughs> so down. Maybe a new spot. Toss. Well, everybody needs anything. Everybody need catch wrestling is what we need. I mean, I think that's, yeah. what we, that's what we learned from tonight. Is you And I look, I, I agree. And, and I agree with you in a lot of aspects, you know, where, yes, I, I enjoyed this. I wanted to hate this just to be a dick to you. Like I wanted to watch this and go, fucking Raw was awesome. Day one was awesome. This shit sucked. The crowd couldn't even yell. They were clapping like a bunch of idiots. Bunch of seals out there, Gino. But no, it was a really good show. I really enjoyed it. Same with Ring of Honor. I wanted to hate Final Battle, but I watched it. I even liked Matt Taven that night. I was like, Matt Taven and, and, and Mike Bennett. If you want me to like Matt Taven, put it with my other favorite, Mike Bennett. And Gino Impact might need a new ring. It looks fake, all the wrestling in that ring. It's fine. The ring that they have again. I'm they have a small ring. Hard to kill. You like steel cables in a small ring, Gino? I, I've, I've been used to steel cables. I kind of, in a sense, I kind of prefer steel cables than ropes. 
What do they have in New Japan? Because I love their ring. It's huge. That's a 2020, right? I believe that it's 20 by 20. Then they have a lot of room outside, which is nice. And then, they, again, the, last, the main event match was so good. What's Impact? Impact's 18 or 16? I think it's 16. Uh, that indie I, show that I went to with Bloodhunter, that was, that was a 10-footer. That was a tiny-ass <laughs> ring. I was No wonder Dion is so good. They have a girl ring. Yeah. It's made for the Divas knockouts. Oh, it's a little baby ring. But, Gino, you just reminded me. We do have an Impact pay-per-view that I cannot go to because my fucking friend is having a birthday party. And yes, we have two shows at the same night at the same fucking time. This time an Impact, AEW, and Impact. Three shows, dude. Well, well four shows. We got AEW, New Japan. Uh, What's the other one? Impact. And I think GCW has a show, too. What are you going to do, Gino? I'm going to be having different screen, like different tabs open. Like every again, I have Windows 11. So I have like, I do a pin shit. So I pin one corner. You have Windows corner. 11? Yes, I update to 11. What? How is it? I'm Tell us how it is. I'm used to it. I, I, I It's sim, very similar to 10. You're used to it already? Yeah, I got used to it. Took I don't me even a, have like a, it yet. Yeah, I got the free update. Like I noticed at the bottom right when I got to updates my PC. It says, if I can update to 11, why not? What? Yes. Sorry. How did nice. you get it? How am I, I going to watch anything the without the right I can see updates for my PC. It said like I could update to 11 for free. Why not? Who do you know, though? Like, how did that happen? I know nobody. It was just on my PC. I just randomly saw the updates. Because like, you could see your, like, settings and you could see PC updates. And it said, like, I could upgrade to 11. And I did. Gino, does Matt Cardona win the belt? I guess we'll just go to the main one, right? Yeah, we could talk about this card. Yes, I think Matt Cardona is winning the belt. You think Matt Cardona Man, before Josh... Morrissey. Before Josh Alexander gets his, his belt back... You think he's going to pin W. Morrissey and get that belt? And then we're going to get Josh Alexander versus Matt Cardona. I think Moose pins Matt Cardona. That's do you know what another... Android do you have? I have an Oreo? Sorry. Oh, I think about Android. I have an essay. You got Android Oreo? No. Okay. Just... I'm going to ask him a third time, please. He's a lot. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> Oreo, dude. Chino, which, which no one? which has any Android Oreo. I have the S8. The S8 active. Chino. What about me? Okay, so Jonathan Gresham's wrestling on this Impact card. He's going to wrestle Chris Saban. Did you know this? Yes, I did. He's defending his Ring of Honor title, which Gresham's going to defend successfully. I was going to say, there's no way Saban wins that belt. Saban's great, though. They they don't use him right. You know, can I be this fan? They don't use Chris Saban correctly. But this is going to be a great match between these two. Though. But you Chris already know Saban. he's going to win. You think Saban will win yeah. just for the shock? That would make me like it It more. could be for shock because, like, even Bandito's also defending his title on shows. So, again, we could have the title switch hands. What title? They switch back. They both have the Ring of Honor title. Oh God! There's a company that doesn't exist anymore, and they have the titles. Like it's just yes, they both. One has the original title, the classical, which is what Gresh has, but Bandito still has the current one. The I'm gonna recent. buy. I'm gonna buy a title. I'm gonna defend it. I have the Ring of Honor belt. Steve Macklin's winning the exhibition title finally. I hate it, but it's it, it's time, right? Hell yeah, it is. He's gonna win it in your hometown. It's gonna be great. I'm even going to say this. I don't even like Trey Miguel as the champion. He hasn't been doing it. My favorite part of the X Division, Gino, if I could say this for the one millionth time, Chris Bay, Josh Alexander, TJP, Rohit, uh, all these guys, were, uh, Ace Austin, all these guys were having these incredible matches. Mix them up however you want. Loved it every single week. Uh, once, it seems like all those guys are gone now, but uh, Trey Miguel hasn't been having the same matches that these guys were having, and neither is Macklin. So I'm glad that this is the new era of the X Division where it's just like lesser intercontinental title matches. So your your boy's getting it done, Gino. Are you excited? Macklin, finally. I am. 
Macklin's going to win, and we're going to have someone else win in another match that I'm really excited for. They're both going to have belts. Uh, the inspiration. Cassie Lee, Jesse McKay taking on the influence. Uh, this was so obvious, you know, <laughs> when Tennille yes. was, like, pretending to be their friends. Because uh, Ma- they are friends in real life, so it's like they're kind of kayfabe, but not. No, yeah, definitely not. So, just Matt, like us, Gino. Just like us, Gino, all of us. Yeah, are we your friends, friends yet, Gino? I know you said that we're like not. I I would say we're all friends. Do yet. we get to meet uh, Mace yet? You're hiding Mace from us. Listen, you could easily talk with Mace by going onto his streams. You could. You know, would you rather be the X Division champ or the never open weight champ? <laughs> the X Division. Good pick. I was gonna say that. I was. I was, <laughs> I was so curious what your pick was. That's gonna a be. Very- a lot of history with the never open week because it'd be like I'd be with Jay White and Ishii, but I'm like, no, X Division does have more history. What about Ring of Honor title or X Division? I'd probably still go with the X Division. Okay, go pick again. This is a fun yeah, game. What about Tech? The Texas Heavyweight Championship is vacant. Would you want to be the next champion after Blood Hunter? No. I, I would. I'd take it. I'd, I'd, I'd turn that belt into a catch wrestling only belt. It'd be like pure rules. Don't grab the rope. So, Gino, Inspiration aren't losing those belts for a while. Um, although I like Madison Rain. Yes, but I think Madison Rain might be going on to a singles run, hopefully. That's what it's going to be. Talk. She's going to okay. be like, Tenille's, we're losing. It's all Tenille's fault. She's going to feel. And it's going to make Tenille a face and Madison a What is this? This sounds terrible. Well, actually, it sounds all right. That sounds terrible. Eddie Edwards, your favorite. Rich Swan, yes. my, my new favorite. Willie Mack, Kevin's favorite. Vegas represent. Heath and Rhino, JT's favorite. Taking on the Good Brothers, Ayako's favorite. Uh, and violent by design, also JT's favorite. So yes. this is a ten man hardcore war. What? Yes. What is hardcore that? Hardcore war. It, I forgot the exact rules. They did have a hardcore war, war one night. I forgot which event it was like last year. It was going to have Tommy Dreamer. The Tommy Dreamer had to get replaced by Eddie Edwards because he got attacked backstage. I do remember that. So it's like yeah, it's like one person that gets a one on one, but people come in after a period of time, but so the match cannot end till all ten men are in the match. It's like war games with no cage. Yes. Or lethal leave the lockdown with no cage. So <laughs> okay. Um where's Tommy Dreamer at? Can he be in this or is he still cancelled? Uh, Tommy Dreamer, I think he's still canceled. Why is he still cancelled? Kevin, how do we uncancel Tommy Dreamer? Should we invite him on to the whole fucking show? We can do a podcast with us. We need to be the voice of the voiceless as a company, not you and I, Bleedies. It's time for Impact to step up. And he could go with the good brothers who are going to win because I heard Brian last, Jim Cornette's co-host, talking shit about the good brothers. And I've been doing that for years, but I, I only did it because I thought everyone thought they were so great because Gino says it all the time. These guys gave us talking shop of Mania 1 and 2. Uh, if, if we're talking about non-AEW and non-WWE, this has to be the best tag team in the world. And it's time for them to get some respect. I've been saying that forever, that these guys have just kind of gone to impact and have taken a fucking three-year nap. Uh, when they got here, it was exciting. Like, whoa, they chose impact over every other company. And then they got to work in impact. They got to work in AEW. They, didn't they do some stuff with New Japan too, Gino? They showed up on New Japan and they were face-to-face with G.O.D. And we've still not had the factual match yet they just keep i don't know i just the good brothers kind of stink like i remember when they lost the belts to finn juice i was like you know what fuck the good brothers I, i'm a fin- champion i'm a finn juice boy <laughs> yeah and of course now the good brothers are champs again because it's probably just in their contract like hey we have to be champions 
So Gino finally broke okay. through to me with the argument. Whenever you hate the Good Brothers, he goes, "Yeah, but Carl Anderson, Carl, <laughs> Carl Anderson is bro. really good, and Dangly is good too. He has the punches." We're not saying they're not Andy. good. I'm saying they're lazy fucks who haven't given us anything interesting in like a year. Well, like, what was the last thing that we've actually really enjoyed by them, other than Damn losing the- Impact showing up? Was that? That was a big of when they returned Impact again. When Gina, they tell them about the Talk and Shop podcast episodes we love. That's the last thing. <laughs> yes, their most recent episode of their podcast is the I think. I, I, that doesn't help me for these guys. Ladies, they do super short ones. Gino, how short do they get? I They've had like 30 minutes, 40, sometimes 20, depending on like if it's just a short, little quick discussion. They might be busy. There's a lot of 20s, ladies. Because it's daily, right, Gino? It's like kind. It's somewhat daily-ish. Like when they have like someone they know they're gonna be having a guest, like they had Sasha Gray, which is a nice guest. I think it was. I think Sasha. Somewhat daily-ish sounds like not daily at all. So why is it eighteen minutes? Weekly at least. They at least make sure to do it weekly. Why is it eighteen minutes, Gina? Why are you having so much trouble telling me about this podcast? It's hard to discuss (laughs) their podcast because they're always having fun talking shit about Rocky. And, and they got not getting booked to New Japan like they should. And Sasha Gray, the porn star, is that yes. what, uh, that was the only guest they've had, or what? They've had a few guests. They had quite a few guests. What? Recently. They had uh, <laughs> the fucking one dude who they who had a dark side of the ring recently, like last year, where he punched the shit out of Grizzly him. Smith. Order. I think it was Grizzly. Alberto. <laughs> it was one of the guests. Forget who it was, but yeah, he had. They they've had a few guests recently. Fandango. Not him yet, but there is a four-hour interview with Fandango and Chris Hero that we should check out. Why is Chris Hero there? Because Chris Hero works with high spots. God damn it! I like the Chris Van Vliet and Fandango. Are we just talking about podcasts that, that we like? Interview too. That was a good one. Too. I love Ladies, the that. latest talking shop has Mike Knox, and it's nineteen minutes. Oh, I know Mike Knox, and it's nineteen. Yes. Do they really just ask him like, okay, so what was it like working with Kelly Kelly? And then he talks, and then they go, "Thank you guys so much." Very much talked about NWA. Thank, think. thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, thank you for downloading. Make sure you go to wrestlingtees.prowrestlingtees and get our shirts. So that sounds amazing, Gino. I love other podcasts. That's yes. great. And you know I am. I love all these T-W-F-S other ones. TWFS says Genos on Windows Phone 81. Gino, are you on a Squiggly Windows says, phone? says, Gino, are there any shoots no. you have not seen? Gino, what's your favorite? There are quite a few shoots I haven't seen. Oh, that RF video, I never watched any of that stuff. But what, did you listen to the Rene Dupree, Chris Van Vliet yet, Gino? I need to because I like Rene Dupree. And I hate, know. Like I want to hear him talk about him quitting because I read like the title of one of the videos like he quit after Crispin was dead. So I was like, what the? Fuck? His career is so fascinating. I don't know if those are intertwined. I I can't wait to hear the story, but I, I hope he's just like, yeah, I was getting a lot of shit backstage and then I quit. Oh, when did you quit? Ah, it was around the time Benoit died. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, and thank there you. There was the uh, report like there was that one uh, Thanksgiving SmackDown where he Rene came out with the black eye. And the story was that he got like a ticket while he was in a rental car under Hardcore Holly's name. So oh, Hardcore had to go to a different state. And so he had like resolved that. So then in a house show, Hardcore Holly beat the shit out of Renee Dupree in a tag match they had. I had never heard the ticket part. I did hear that Hardcore beat the shit out of Renee. So I'm interested by this ticket story because why would there Hardcore... ever been a good French wrestler? This guy sounds terrible. Renee oh. is good. He's not French, is he? I thought he was like Canadian. He's, he's like a like fake... Canadian. He's French. Yeah, Canadian. French Canadian. <laughs> Renee Dupree. He's like he's Pat Patterson. <laughs> he's like I saw Renee at a pay per view. I my brother brought a sign that said Renee sucks. Wee wee. 
It was an amazing. <laughs> sign. They didn't take that one. They took my sign. That and you didn't know he was French with that sign. No, he was well, in, in kayfabe. He was French. He's from. <laughs> he's from Quebec, which I guess is technically French. Montreal. But I, I had I had a sign that said Chavo is gay, and then these two dudes in suits took my sign. You can't have a Chavo is gay sign. He was fighting Jacqueline Gino. It wasn't. It wasn't that way. But was it Chavo? Was it he, uh, Mr. White? No, it was Chavo. You, it this, was extra this was this was pre Eddie's death, pre Kerwin White. So yes, I yeah. this was right after WrestleMania 20. I went to Judgment Day 04, and uh, yes, Chavo was there. And that's how you talk about the the junior heavyweight division, the cruiserweight division in WWE was awesome. Chavo and Jacqueline, it was so great. So, yeah, take that, you know, trying to flex on Vleeties. He tried to flex some Kerwin White reference. Actually, that was three months later. <laughs> it's good to know that Kerwin White was not there. That would have made more sense for you to say, like, he's gay because he was Kerwin White. Why what's gay about playing golf and hanging out with Nick Nemeth? What's your problem? It's, it's because he was white and that's all right. I was, yeah, At well, it, he doesn't like two, He two. didn't want to play golf in Arizona. It was a little close to the border. I thought that Kerwin White was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, Josh Alexander is going to lose to Jonah. Why are they putting Josh in this position? Because Jonah has to prove himself that we're going to have Jonah Rock tap the fuck out to His Josh. His name's not Jonah Rock. Come on, stop flexing. Jonah. Jonah's going <laughs> to tap the fuck out to He's Josh. He's always going to be Bronson Reed to me. So, Gino, real quick, I, I actually heard from our friends Meltzer and Sean Rossap that Jonah's on a very limited contract, like short, short term. He's really not an impact wrestling star. So do you think he gets the win here? And, and or is it really he's getting paid per appearance and there's going to be some sort of a schmoz so neither one looks bad? This it could be a schmoz, but what I think is it's gonna be a it could be a pretty long match. We're gonna have Josh Alexander get the W to prove himself that he could be able to go for that title. Because yes, this is like a grudge match for this store they had, but it's gonna be Josh Alexander getting the big W. All right, I, I'm I'm assuming Jonah wins, but if it is like if, if this could be his last match in Impact, if he just showed up for one match, then yes, Josh gets his that victory. Uh, Chelsea Green, Jordan Grace, Lady Frost. How did she get in this? I didn't see that. Gino, who ripped Josh Alexander's throat out? Who did it? What happened? When did he stroke it ripped out? Look is at this, this picture, ladies. This shit's fucked up. I'm sending you random pictures of Josh Alexander when we're talking. Because <laughs> I didn't know he looked so weird. But this one with the bandage looks real bad. This was when his career almost ended. This is when he still had hair, Gino. I forget what the match yeah. was or the story was. But, yeah, this was him when he was in the hospital. Like, I didn't know if I was ever going to wrestle again. They kept showing us this when they were trying to make him a human on the road to Bound for Glory. Oh, this yeah, is worse than when that guy with the perm broke that guy's neck. Yeah. <laughs> this, I love this look of Josh, though. I love this hair. This is before all the tattoos. This is a good-looking Alexander. Kind of looks like me, huh? little Scampoli in there. I could see it. You'd probably be just as pissed as he is if you had tape on your neck. It's the same jawline, ladies. You guys are handsome. You should go to Impact Wrestling. Remember we were going to go to Impact, Kevin? We were supposed to be the commentators there. No, you're going to be, but I keep getting in the way. But soon they're going to get it. You, Scott DeMore is going to understand a bit sooner or later. I think Scott DeMore and I would be great. for He is, He does bits, too. He, he constantly takes shots at WWE, takes shots at AEW. They know what they're doing, Gino, right? He does a lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff. Uh, Gino does do a lot of bits. Ladies, you and I are, Gino. <laughs> Ladies, you and I are like that fucking friend of Vince Russo's that put on the Jim Ross hat and acted cross-eyed and shit. So we've gone way too far. We made a video today called Brody Lee's wife cheated or cheats. And it's, I'm so proud of it. It is one of our greatest works. It's number one. 
in our trends of numbers. Because Bleedies, we're it's a satire. People don't Scott Demore will get it, but I don't know if Tony Khan will. And Bleedies, it's directly for all elite wrestling x at gmail.com to see. They've been emailing back and forth with me. I call them scumbags. I said, take me to court. I didn't read their reply. But I put up this video knowing oh, go come copyright take down this one. But Fleeties, it's a great satire of like people name dropping Jody Lee, Jody Lee, Brody <laughs> Lee, like Fuego when he's doing it on Twitter and CM Punk. So I'm like, I thought I'm the only one who cares about John Huber. And I'm like saying the most evil shit while doing that. So it's just like pointing out how fucking evil you are for dropping his name, whether it's in my context or not. And also you keep trying to ruin it, make it not about the wife. And then like a TTS will come in and bring it right back to it. It's great. Yeah. It took me by surprise. I didn't, so there was a couple last night. Cause even the biggie mid Carter thing, after I re-listened to it, I thought, Oh yeah, I do not think biggie's going to be a mid Carter at all. And instead of arguing that I just kind of was like kind of pseudo agreeing well, I should have just—I should have been yelling back at you. Biggie's winning the rumble. He's not going anywhere. Get ready for the era. Oh, of that's Biggie. the next video I'm gonna make tonight. Biggie's a mid Carter. Yeah. We're trolling again. <laughs> YouTube is fun again. I want to piss people off on there. And Vleeties, fucking. Oh, oh, I forgot what I was gonna tell you. Oh, well, I, I definitely—I I got that vibe last night where these videos are gonna be hilarious. Oh yeah, I was gonna tell you you're pure evil. That's right. Bleedies, yes. you're pure evil because I'm the one doing the mean shit looking angry and you're there smiling the whole time. Yeah, it's I'm gonna be Tommy Dreamer out of this thing. Splitmaster Sexy says negative one is half biggie. I've heard that. It was was that one of the my favorite was one of the Ayako lines that she brought up oh. she highlighted last night. Yeah, Where, she had the worst one of them all. She said, Oh, what is it? The life insurance check came onto the blacks. <laughs> I enjoyed no I was going to talk about I said something about like I'm glad Christ is back in TWFS and after I finished that sentence you said I'm going to sit on this dildo tonight like that's like the exact thing you said right after so we were on a roll last night Gino were we on a roll you guys were yes I again, was trying to fan Brody Lee and again since I know about Brody Lee Jr.'s best friend is Biggie and their whole real relationship especially when I occasionally do listen back to the unrestricted with Amanda Huber and her talking about how important Biggie and Cody are to Brody Lee Jr. I've never so you know how this. evil this is. Would do you think this is more evil than the Bobby Heenan jokes? Do you know those? Do you know those? I do remember those and I knowing how great of a person Brody Lee is to an extent, yes. It's and I even person. said I looked right in the camera bleedies. I said, uh, you're gonna leave him to uh, the guest bedroom to die of the flu. <laughs> Don't marry this fucking girl. Ah, you know my voice, Bleedies. I was real evil. No, Gino thinks this is worse than the Heenan one. Or do we need yeah, to be... Yeah. This is insane. I didn't know you anyone would think that? that. No, I watched it 31 fucking times. <laughs> this, I'm pretty sure it's twice as bad as the Heenan one. I, and I'm so glad because I had the worst night of my life last night. I was feeling so terrible. And I just wanted to like make someone else feel that way or feel angry. Or, and so I, put, I made this video. I was happy again. I was laughing at something. I was putting it up, watching it explode. So it was a nice little break from existing. There you go. <laughs> from existing. So, yes. So we'll see how that. So it's only five hours in. So we'll see what happens tomorrow morning. We'll see what we wake up to. Because uh, I, 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 is there going to be the same thing that uh, Bobby got? The Bobby Heenan video, which is like, you guys should get cancer. I hope you guys die. What are the comments saying already? John, oh, I don't know. I won't read them ever since they that person told you to choke yourself, ladies. Just because you like Brock Lesnar. That was also in my mind when I wanted to piss people off. I wanted to piss him off. 
Craig Smith, damn it. I'm glad I found this. I missed the realness. I haven't seen Kevin a few years. And I'm from the original locker room. I remember Craig Smith. Kevin is forever my champion. These are good comments. So far, so good. Look at that, bleedies, huh? Yeah, see, people are digging on it. It's not It's not all doom and gloom. People that see, person didn't call you their champion, did they? No, hey, some of these videos, I, I, the way you described it, I need to be as hidden as possible. I'm smiling as we're saying this lady's cheating on her husband. Oh, uh, my God, that's Dill Pickle. That, that's who Dill Pickle is. I knew his name was familiar. He was in your chat tonight. Just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Thank you so much, Ricardio. You're beautiful, my friend. I didn't know Ricardio was still here. L, laughing my fucking ass off. This video has me laughing my ass off. I bet Amanda regrets this tweet after Biggie lost to Brock Lesnar. Glad Brock won so we don't have to hear Amanda say forever my champion. I mean, grow up. Move on. Nobody can be champion forever. <laughs> Why didn't I say all that? Damn it. This video was missing lines. We got to get writers. And Bleedies, isn't it great that it's not a video that we had to play WWE 2K16 in? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look. Bleedies is my forever champion, Kevin. I'm in it. But that was from Nathan. <laughs> Who's this guy with the classic logo? I need some Long Johns. Long Johns is what I need. Wild Weedabix. I don't know. I like that logo. Bleedies, I have that song if you want to outro with it. <laughs> Bring it on. Oh, you have the Long John song? <laughs> I found it the other day. Let me try to refind it. Oh, God. What a banger. So, Gino, you said Matt Cardona. There's no way. Do you really think? We, we, we are overlooking it, Bash. We just only kind of announced three of the members. Of oh. Right down the yes. The Rachel Ellering, Rosemary, your favorite, and possibly my pick, and Tasha Steeles. Is Chelsea getting this this victory? Listen, I could see Chelsea getting this since it is for a number one contendership for the Knockouts Championship. But what I do feel... Rosemary. Even though she currently is the A champion, Rosemary. Jordan Grace is going to win. You think Jordan Grace is going to be Jordan Two Belts? Yes, I think she's going to have this media championship right now, and she's going to have this number one contendership which she will then get to face against the winner of Mickey James and Deanna Parasso. I don't know, dude. I think I'm going all in on uh, on Rosemary because it feels like they haven't really been doing much with her. This is an X-Division or an X-Division, an Ultimate X match. Ultimate X. Ultimate X, which seems like she would be pretty good at. And to give – she's been with the company a long time, so it would be kind of nice. How do we push her back into that main event spot? Her and Deanna have wrestled one-on-one, -on -one, though, already. And this is yes. assuming Deanna wins the next match. Which we both kind of believe that she's going to. That this Because again, I was thinking Chelsea could do a good match with Deanna. Jordan has done amazing match with Deanna. But we've already Rose seen those. That's, that also plays into why I was leaning yes. towards Chelsea. Was like We've already seen her against everyone else. Not Tasha. Maybe, maybe Tasha wins, but... Look, that would be a really big move for Tasha because it is the first one, the first time ever. So I was like, Jordan would be nice because they want to like really push Jordan. Rosemary would make sense because again, she does have history. But Jordan's already and being pushed. I mean, she's already got a belt. She's already beating dudes. So I, I don't know. I feel like she's, she's like my last pick to win this thing. Like she's, she's the Randy Orton in a Money in the Bank, where you're like, why would he win one of these? He's already the guy. Yeah, which that does make sense. And so that's why, like, I'm questioning it right now because I was like, it could be Jordan because they'd be like give it to her because she is a champion and make this the first time ever double champion women's but you know what now when i'm really thinking over i'm gonna double down i'm gonna say rosemary i'm gonna go with the demon assassin <laughs> that's kind of what i was leaning towards i don't know why i know that she's already wrestled diana but i'm also not gonna be shocked 
if Mickey wins. Can I throw that out there? Um, I I know that clearly Deanna's being kind of built in this new like hardcore way, so she's gonna win a Texas Death Match. But just looking at like what's next, who's gonna? I mean, Rachel could probably do it, but she's always gonna be there for Jordan. They're gonna be buddies. Uh, Lady Frost, she's like in NWA. I don't know. Yes, but she's good. She's really good, so she's gonna have a good showing. But yeah, I don't think she has a chance. I didn't say she wasn't good. I just said, you know, what are, what are we doing here? Uh, Tasha could do it, but that just seems so out of left field if Tasha won this thing. Now Savannah Evans could interfere and help her win it, so that wouldn't be ridiculous. Yes. And if they she wanted to bring out a ladder, and we could do that type of stuff. Oh, don't do some fucking of those Ultimate do X that. matches where they have ladder to win. Don't like do the Hardys that. do in their Ultimate X matches. Jeff ruined it, and there was even a rule when they introduced this match: no ladders. And yes, Jeff, didn't this get... one, no ladders. Thankfully, Je- Jeff was so stoned he never got that moment. That moment. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and say Rosemary. I think she's been with the. In a weird way, I just I, I'm gonna say it. this sounds douchey, but she deserves it. Like, Hell I, yes, you <laughs> realize the Rosemary is the best. Malachi Black says Jeff Hardy is drunk. Oh, dude, he, he has be. been drunk before. Both Bat and Jeff have been drunk. Know, they just won Ultimate X matches with ladders. Did you know Jeff was supposed to be the shaman for MSK? Really? I like read that on Twitter today. Apparently that was one of the alleged storylines for him. Was <laughs> He was going to go to NXT and be their shaman and buy weed for them and hang out with them around town and go back and in time. He was going to fucking get a win off of Imperium. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that weird to think? Like, at least that's a rumor. I was on Twitter, and you never know. You never know how true any of that yeah. stuff is. But I saw that on there. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that would, it actually would have been better. But Riddle uh, was really good tonight, though. I liked Riddle. Well, I mean, like last week. I don't mean tonight. I mean yeah, last the story week. Storyline would have been better with Matt Jeff, but yeah, the yeah. match was good. the ba- the skits and stuff would have been way funnier if they had like a legend like Jeff, because MSK was looking up to Riddle like he was their dad. And I'm like, he's not really that level yet. I mean, he's still Randy's friend. It's not like he's... It's Main like, roster-wise, he's not that level. But again, early Matt Riddle, UFC, and like independent Matt Riddle, and NXT Matt Riddle, yes. No. He's great. Not Jeff Hardy. Yes. Not as good as Jeff Hardy. Not as good as Jeff Hardy, that's right. But I'm just saying, like, he's not just Randy's friend. Uh, yeah, but these Matt guys... Riddle, the people that are big fans of Riddle okay. know that he okay. is a badass. Do I need to do this to you, then? Do I need to... Don't make me do this, Gino. <laughs> So I need to bring up OI4K and how the, the Rascals were an impact. and We know the Rascals are better, yes. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. Is like You're over here going, like, the real fans. You know Matt Riddle before NXT. Matt Riddle. That's the thing. Riddle is better in Independence and NXT. Yeah, and but if you're, if you're MSK and you've, like, you're, you've been on those same indies that Riddle was on. Yes, it's you not, should be with Jeff instead. Yeah, you're not Riddle. looking up to Matt Riddle like, teach us, oh, wise one. Like, no, like Jeff Hardy, I would definitely Split imagine. Master Sexy says locked away in a human hell the cell. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Is he okay? No. Uh, so I'm I'm thinking Rose, and, and I like that I go, here's this is douchey. Rosemary deserves it. You go, hell yeah. I'm not You're saying I. Realizing she's good. No, I'm she's not. Good. I'm not realizing that. I'm saying that she's going to win this because out of everyone in this match, I don't see Tasha winning this. I don't see Rachel. I don't see Chelsea. I don't see Jordan. I, she's the only one I see. She's the only one that I don't not see winning. So I think it makes sense for her to win one of these. It's is Rosemary friends with Kimberly. Is she Gino? That, again, no. That's Sue Young. And Sue Young right now is pregnant. So are they all friends? They are all like friends. They all are connected and they do okay. the whole storyline with the undead room. So right. she is friends. You acted like you were going to say no. But so now I might pick her. I was going to go Jordine. 
because she's all over the fappening forums. But you guys are telling me she already faced Deanna. And we know Deanna's getting the win tonight. So, or whenever the fuck this shit's not. And Wrestle Kingdom. And Jordan, Jordan Grace ain't going to win. Then Chelsea Green's going to win, Bleedies. It's time. The hot mess is years due. And he's he might not be wrong there, Gino. I'm thinking that Chelsea Green, like, why is she here if not to finally? You're picking Matt Cardona to win the world title. Why not Chelsea also win the with the knockouts title? So it's not impossible. That is the idea I mean, that could make the most sense. Again, Chelsea is a good set. Yeah, beating Deanna, <laughs> You don't think Chelsea? Well, not in Texas. I mean, this is a Texas death match. Deanna's about to win that title in. Uh, so look, I, I and, and Kevin, what do you think? Is Matt Cardona about to be the Impact Champion? I think Scott Demore knows better. And I also think Scott Demore knows that uh, Deanna's career started a week ago. So the fact that she already faced Jordine doesn't matter. People are just now seeing her. At least I just heard of her. I just gave her an award the other day. Uh, as far as Matt Cardona, Gino, I won't hurt your feelings. Uh, but, he, oh, this is tough. I want to hear Gino's thoughts first because I can't get Josh Alexander out of my head. And I got to know where he fits in these three names. Well, again, right now we're worried about we got Matt Cardona, Moose, and W. Morrissey. W. Morrissey, we know that he doesn't. He wants to resign, but only with more money. I thought he already so did. He might not get a contract. We don't know about Morrissey getting a new contract, so we're not going to probably have Morrissey here for much longer. Is he but mad at Josh Alexander? No, no one here is taking he mad at Josh. Yeah, Moose, Moose ain't mad at Josh, you fucking retard. Because he won the title from him. fucking feud with him, you fucking Moose idiot. Moose doesn't even right think about Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander is in his past. Why is he in front of his daughter-looking son? Huh? Yeah, so Josh Alexander's one's pissed at Moose, but Moose doesn't care about Josh. Josh was just a stepping stone. For the oh, you're right. Middle. Moose cares about mid-Cardona, huh? He cares about being the champion and defending this championship, and I could see him winning, but I think... They really pushed Macrador, that whole contract sack segment, which I loved with the three of them and Scott DeBoer. It really pushed Macardone, and it made me think Matt's going to win this fucking belt. You see how good he sounded when I started yelling? He had to get louder to kind of like, hey, this is my but time. To talking over me. <laughs> oh, yeah, and talk like that all the time. Even if I'm not talking over you, you fucking talk that way every time already. You sound normal for once. Try it all the time. Uh, Bleedies, Moose is winning. Yeah, Moose is winning. He just won this belt at Bound for Glory. We're not ready to move on from him yet. He worked his whole career to get this belt. And I look at Josh Alexander. We never wrap that up. It's this classic Bobby Roode, James Storm storytelling. And we are going to eventually get back to Moose and uh, Josh Alexander. I think Matt Cardona, yeah, this is a this is a fun little – we need a baby face for this moment. But I don't know why Josh Alexander hasn't been immediately like, I want my fucking belt back. Like, I don't know why he had a detour with Suzuki. I don't know why he's having a de another detour with Jonah. So it's time for him to get his belt back. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white and kids. And he's not going to get it. Thank you so much, OGJFC. He's not going to get it from uh, Matt Cardona. That makes no Josh Alexander, Matt Cardona. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white hydrate kids. from Ricardio. Yeah, there's, no, there's no way. I just don't see... This is the time to pull the plug on. Yeah, Gino, and if, if so, you can hydrate, please. I'm sorry. Uh, Gino, uh, when Matt Cardona loses, you're going to buy me Burger King. It's not going to happen, man. Matt Cardona is going to win the belt. I'm telling you this right now. In Texas, that's this Saturday. This Saturday. No, yes, Saturday. He's winning the belt. It's going to be an amazing moment for Matt Cardona. Chelsea Green is going to be by his side. They're both going to be in this top contention, being the well, top. You just contention. inspired me. All right, if he wins, I'll buy you Burger King. How about that? Hell yeah. So someone's getting Burger King. Thank you, Nathan. So absolutely, <laughs> I'm not getting Burger King out of this scenario. If Morrissey wins, I get Burger King. 
So yeah. <laughs> from both of us, it's gonna be a burger. Someone's getting Burger King at the end of Impact, and I gotta go to a fucking dinner at some Korean barbecue place. So you guys have fun watching this. Have fun watching Battle of the Belts. Have fun watching. Uh, <laughs> Ladies, you gotta tell us how much better than us you are. What do you think the final bill will be at the Korean barbecue place? Oh God! Well, okay. So here's one of the. It's one of these Korean barbecue places. The genius for Korean barbecue now is they say it's all you can eat, and somebody even on their Facebook was like, "It's it's a y c e," and I read that like three times. Like, what is that? It's ace. It's ace, and I read it like out loud, and I was trying to. I leaned over to my boss, like, "What is?" Hearts made in Japan says you are such a chode. Believe you're the chode, Ayako. I'm going to Korean barbecue, and it's <laughs> it's 25 per person, all you can eat. So assuming they make me pay 25 for my three year old son, it's gonna be 75 fucking dollars just for. I guarantee he's good, isn't it? Like under nine is free. He better be. Well, at least 10. I don't want to pay 25. Yeah. Why does it got to be 25? And then the yeah, drinks. Pay 10 and then just give me a plastic cup with a big kid's straw. And I bet For they're going to make me pay. Like the beer is probably like six up, six or seven bucks a beer. This is a $100 night. We're just going to some shitty Korean barbecue place. Yeah, uh, see, you almost undersold it with the all you can eat. But the name tells us how high class it is. This is one of those. What's that cooking show, ladies? You're on there with the chef screaming at people in the back. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, it's like, it, it is like Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, it's called like Jen Kitchen, too. That's kind of weird. So, yes, it's in Carrollton. If anyone wants to go Friday or Saturday night during Hard to Kill, I'm not going to be able to go to Hard to Kill now because of this. But I will be at Finally, a Bleedy's Meetup. All you can eat at Ace. <laughs> <laughs> We're all you can eating. It's going to be amazing, everybody. But I think we about did it. Kevin, we're live tomorrow after uh, after Dynamite. Gino, what's on Dynamite? Did they already tell us? I don't know about Dynamite besides the world title match where we do have Max Caster as one of the three judges we're going to have for the world title match. <laughs> oh, my God. But what we do have is this Saturday as well. We only have two matches so far for Battle of the Belts being Britt Baker versus Riho and Cody versus Sammy. So they got to fill this card a little bit more. How long is that show? Is it an hour or two? I think it might just be an hour. I don't know if they said the runtime. It's supposed to oh, be. two matches will fill it then. Going by the WWE math, right? You get a match every half hour. Yeah, you get a match, and then you get some recap, and then you get another recap, and then you get a backstage interview, and then a recap, and then the second match. That's 205 Live to a T, you know. I've been watching a lot of one-hour WWE shows for years now, and I know how to book them. This is going to be a great show. Yes, it will be a great show. These two title matches where I get both the heels are going to win. It's going to be great. Who's the heel in the Sammy match? Cody? Cody. Cody, meta Cody. He's not really a heel, though, is he? He's the meta heel. That's he the wants to be. Yeah. He's the winner. He chooses winning. He's over trying to find a way to turn heel without making his daughter hate him. And yes. we, guess what? We did it for you. Be yourself. We hate you. We hate, uh, yeah, him and his wife. He already turned heel. He turned heel when AEW launched. We were like, okay, you got it. You got your own company and a hot wife who tells us there's a wage gap and hates us because we're white men and i'm not allowed to be in heels but if i was transgender i could be in heels all day gino he's clearly the not a meta heel but also he's not really a heel anyway he's just fucking boring. gino did you see the sign someone out in the front row that said cody cured racism <laughs> yes he did that's it cody's the one who did great what does roman said roman's not done anything cure racism cody has cody's the yeah. best ladies i found this on the discord and pinned post it's like months old so it was even before the booing, I feel like. 
It was right when fans came back, I guess. Oh, perfect sign, too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hopefully it was on the road, too. It wasn't like a Jacksonville person. It was like, why? Hey, we're in Chicago tonight. You cured racism, buddy. We love you. That's Cody awesome. is that guy's mom. <laughs> Cody. And, and look, I hate Brandy. We can say that over and over again. I know that we go back and forth. But she's the heel. She's the one who's making him a libtard. He was going to run for office. And she's like, you can't. You're a Republican. It was, listen, she is the heel, but she's getting better. I've been watching her on Dark, and she actually <laughs> has been wrestling good. <laughs> she's she's the worst wrestler, film. dude. She's terrible at wrestling, and her promos are the worst. I was so, I can't believe she nominated herself for, like, an award. Like, dude, this, this you're so bad. Thank you so much, Gino. You did amazing tonight. You let me know so much about uh, New Japan that I don't think me or anyone knew uh, about this company. Kevin, you learned a lot, right? We're all learned. Yes, I learned so many new things tonight. Black I says know the ladies better be on Kevin's Wrestle Kingdom companion. Kevin, are you are you watching Wrestle Kingdom in two hours? If King James streams it on Discord, I'll watch it. If not, I'll forget. That'll be perfect. We'll be there, Nathan. Don't you go anywhere. Don't look for my name, though. I'm not going to be posting very much. I like to watch it quietly by myself. So thank you so much, Nathan, for that. Gino, thank any parting words, Gino, before we bounce? I just hope you all have a good night, and those who are going to stay up to watch wrestling with us have a good night enjoying some good wrestling, and we'll be here tomorrow. Kevin, any parting words? The galaxy is on Orion's belt. Holy shit, everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining me. It's always a pleasure having y'all in here. And I'm riding off into that glorious sunset. You guys have a good night. And again, thank you guys so much for coming in and joining me. This has been Bleedies. And uh, what did we write? I didn't even cue a song. I didn't get the, the TWFC says love you. Hi, Bayota. Oh, I love you too. I love you, OGJFC. I love you, Nathan, Ayako, JT, Jared Camacho, Ricardio, oh, uh, Quigley. Hambino was here. He said, fuck the good brothers. What a great take. Kevin, Gino, love you guys all so much. And that's it. Good night. I like to do it. I like to end it like that sometimes. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per $1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.